Hi there, you're listening to Cinema Cult, where we pick a weekly movie genre, review a movie with that specific theme, and then discuss where the genre is going, where it's been, and figure out what significance it ultimately plays in cinema's history. As a general warning, there are spoilers in this podcast, and F-bombs are thrown pretty frequently. This week's genre is late 90s teen slasher flicks, and the movie we picked is the 1997 sequel, Scream 2. Alright, let's go ahead and dive right into it. I'm going to start off from the very beginning. If I was ever in a movie theater that acted like this during the movie, I, I would flip my shit. I also oh just walk right out. I'll be like, oh, I'll catch another showing. Yeah, this was my first note. I was like, why would you go see a movie? Like, you walked in right when it started, and the audience was this way. I'd be like, I mean, I'm out. I had, like, thunder playing, like, like a soundtrack <laughs> of thunder. Yeah, <laughs> like, thunder. nature sounds. Nature sounds. <laughs> Any of you ever been in a movie that acted that bad? Or even I was about to say, to? like, we're, like... I guess they would do this at like probably Draft House. Uh, I got I got a movie. I do too. Uh, since you brought that up, the only movie that I can that comes to mind with this was when I saw a midnight showing of Three Hundred. It was the most testosterone. <laughs> I know it was the most testosterone fueled crowd of people I've ever been a part of. Like there was fights about the breakout. There's people dressed up like Spartans, and I was like, "This is like Scream 2. <laughs> <laughs> And then I got the shit beat out of me right in the theater. Did you really? <laughs> By all the Spartans. <laughs> okay. All 300 of them. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was dark. All right, cool. Your turn, Hanta. Uh, when I went to Portland, I saw Predator in a theater like this. But it was like yeah. fun. I saw Fern Gully. I saw Fern Gully. <laughs> we were all quoting the lines in the movie. <laughs> no, we saw Predator, and that was like, that was pretty fun. But it wasn't like people right. dressed up as like the Predator. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though, though. Like that would have been like, I can see being pretty jacked up want, to see that. Want though. some candy? You want some candy? Want some candy? <laughs> Was that his Eddie Murphy? That's his left. Impressing Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what that was. That was my. Uh... That was Eddie Murphy. Was it? That was the closest one. We yeah. all three did it. You did the closest. Cool. One. Thanks, guys. It sounded more like uh, it's like. <laughs> it's uh, the doctor from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Doctor Herbert. Doctor Herbert. Um. Okay, I will say I like the whole like meta feel with the whole stab movie thing. It's like self-aware or whatever. It's really cool, and I like that right away. But I think this movie keeps going on, and it becomes more and more. I say like three and four are mm. so fucking ridiculous with the the self-aware, the whole, yeah, meta and yeah, shit. Yeah, and it's cool with this. I mean, it's cool. With, it's it's the best of the first one. And then this one, with the whole, like, movie, like, in the media thing, I'm like, all right, this is pretty clever. Yeah, when it gets to three and four, it gets pretty ridiculous. Well, like, you know, like, and that's what I kept thinking about was, I kept, my mind kept coming back to the first one, and how the media plays a role in the first one, and, but how real of a slasher film that feels. Yeah. You know, because it feels real, very realistic, like, it's like, oh man, high schoolers dying, like, we didn't know them, but this is a big deal. You know like, what I mean? And like mm. they treat it as very much. Well, it's a like real the first story. time it's like ever happened, and then this one it's like they're so comfortable with it being, yeah. you know, like making a movie out of it and yeah. like being based off of real events. Yeah, it kind of turns into a movie. And so, I, it sounds, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Scream Two turns into a movie. No, no, I, no, I get it. Man. I, yeah, it's called Stab. But like, the first <laughs> one feels so real that the second one, like, it feels like a movie. Like, the first one feels like uh, there's parts that feel very realistic. The reality of it, yeah. like the, the, how gruesome the deaths are, and this one feels directly like a movie. Like, oh, this is, you know what I mean? Like, it, all of a sudden, like, it lost yeah. that reality. It's like flavor. more. I mean, like. You know how there's like expect- Randy's new list of rules for like the sequel or whatever. Yeah, it's like more extreme, and it's kind of like it's a stretch. Kind of the rules in the first one are very straightforward. Yeah, yeah. the rules in the first one yeah. are great. When they're at the party and he goes, 
you know, don't say I'll be right back because yeah. you won't be right back. Those are stuff that you see in every horror movie. And you're like, yeah. all right, this is really fucking clever. Don't have yeah. sex, she'll die. This yeah. is stuff you see in everything. Then I feel like this one was a little stretched. Well, it's like, you know, in a sequel, here are the rules. Blah, here are blah. the rules. If yeah. you're in a spaceship and you're like, this isn't real life. Yeah. Like, it just, it seems like a stretch. So you're on a spaceship, right? You're trying yeah. to get away from the You're camp. on a spaceship with Kevin Pollock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact, the guy who directed the Stab movies mm-hmm. in this was Robert Rodriguez. No way. Yep. Yeah. Um, director of the Stab movies in Scream 2. <laughs> yeah, he did other things. Nope, just this man. <laughs> okay, that was, so, that was just the guy's name. I don't know what just, else he's done. I have no idea who he is. <laughs> can we talk about for a second though? How, if you jumped like... to the end, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> no, can we talk about the energy for what, when this movie was actually coming out? Like this is the only time I've ever seen this, and this is the only time I can think of it in ever a history of movies is people being excited about a horror movie sequel. Oh yeah, it was huge. So it's like the energy yeah. that's in that movie theater in the beginning is like, was that like? Well, I saw. Um, was that like because you saw it in theaters? Like, I saw I think in theaters you're the, one, the first right? week, and I remember they had somebody dressed up like Ghostface running up and down the aisles. And I remember I got I went with mom and I got her pretty good. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. And I remember like that's so weird. Man. It was yeah. a big deal, man. I mean, everybody was wearing Scream Two T-shirts at school. Like everybody, you had sure them. about that? I had a Scream Two T-shirt. I don't know if anybody else did, but I remember I did. I dressed up like Ghostface for Halloween one year. So did I. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, do you I, think at one point before we knew each other, we walked by each other and we we're both like, "Nice costume." <laughs> <laughs> and then fifteen years later, we became best friends. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I hope it happened. Um. The whole conversation with, well, speaking of the Stab movie, the whole conversation between Drew Barrymore's character, who's played by Heather Graham in this, um, it's like scene for scene, word for word, what actually happened. Yeah, yeah it's like, but it doesn't make any too. sense because everybody that was there is dead. Yeah. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, how uh, would anybody Skeet know? Skeet Ulrich, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that always bothered me. I mean, they should have done like a little like twist on it or how Hollywood makes things exaggerated. Just like, yeah, exaggerate or whatever. Because that's even how it is with the scene later on in the movie, where it's just like, even down to the whole, like... Oh, when they're in the high school hallway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like word for word. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if anybody else knows this, but I notice this every time I watch it. There's a scene where Jada Pinkett leaves the theater, and she goes to get some popcorn, and mm-hmm. the music gets kind of really soft, and she has like this genuine, she's like, can I get some popcorn? And the guy's like, hey, you got it. Yeah. It's like this really nice scene, <laughs> Yeah. and I almost feel bad for her, but I have no idea why. And I'm just like, man, I was like, poor her. And I'm like, wait, why am I saying poor her? Like, it's it was just like a manipulation for a second. It's a really weird scene. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, this is a weird scene. This is probably nitpicking. Okay, go for it. But when What's-His-Name goes into the bathrooms, and he stands behind those two guys at the urinals for, like, the longest time before he's like, I guess I'll go pee in the stall. Usually, I'm, like, really like awkward. in the instinct or whatever. It's yeah, like, it's yeah. a wait. Like, usually, yeah. I'm really awkward in the bathroom, and I run in there with, like, my, my head looking down so I don't look at anybody's penis. <laughs> and then, like, I, I take a piss, and I wash my hands. And I'm, like, making sure I make eye contact with nobody, right? And then I walk out really quick. Like, well, I don't... I, you don't use urinals because you said you always drop your pants in your room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Down to your ankles. And you want to look I like an idiot. Yeah. So. <laughs> but also, who, like, leaves at the beginning of a movie? Like they just sat yeah. down. It's a they, it's it's weird how they view this movie. They walk in, they everybody's the jumping up and down, and they're just like, whatever. They get some popcorn. He doesn't want to miss the movie, so you can tell you that he looks at his watch while he's in the bathroom. They're like, you guys don't care about this movie. You guys yeah. just keep walking in and out of it. Yeah. And they ate the popcorn in the first two minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, and killed it. <laughs> I have to get a little deep here for a second, just because 
Well, actually, hold on. Let me let me jump back a step in my own head real quick. The whole scene where Omar Epps uses the restroom, hears the girl talking on the other side of the door, and he gets that knife stabbed through him. That fucked me up as a kid. Yeah, like, that's too. a dark scene. It did too. And then scary movie. Scary movie it. killed. Yeah, yeah, that really killed it. Yeah. Hey, well, you guys, can you guys help me out with my notes? What's what's up with your notes, man? <laughs> Tell me about I your wrote, notes. First one seems so weird. Do you guys know what I was talking about? <laughs> first one seems so weird. Yeah. Like the first scary movie? No. Or like, scary, our I first I don't know what. It's just that one line. I don't know what I was talking so about. So you said first one seems so weird. It was somewhere in between the bathroom scene and Jada Pinkett dying. And first I wrote the one. first one seems so weird. I said first one seems so weird. I yeah, I got what you're saying. I just what don't am I know. saying? I don't know what you mean, You guys want to help me out, like, figure <laughs> solve this mystery? We'll go ahead and take calls now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is Matt trying to say? <laughs> um, the only thing I have with that Omar Epps scene, though, is the fact that Ghostface happens to get spot the knife on. directly spot on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And would it even pierce that door? I don't know. I'm not a door guy. Never been yeah. a door guy. Yeah. Don't like doors. Yeah. Don't want to have anything to do with them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no thanks. But I will say, when we go back into the theater and everything, and we think it's Omar Epps, but it's the killer who has the ghost face mask on. Jada Pinkett thinks it's Omar Epps, her boyfriend. She feels blood on him. He pulls out his knife and stabs Jada Pinkett. And it's a pretty dark scene. Like, everybody's cheering, thinking it's part of, like, the, the crowd. This scene always, like, Maybe feel awkward. It's dark, man. It's yeah. a really dark first ten minutes of a movie. This actually, this might be my favorite opening scene out of any of the movies, just yeah. because it's so uh, like first it, one's the best. First one's classic, yeah. but yeah. this one is so like dark. And I actually like the dialogue though between the two characters in this whole opening. I think it's like the best dialogue in the movie. It, it's it's natural. It's very yeah. natural, yeah. and it doesn't like I hate when people talk about movies, especially like when they get like really attractive women mm. to talk about like obscure movies. Like, yeah. I I feel like it's just it doesn't play right. Yeah. But like this one, like the way they're talking, like they're their going banter. Back and forth. Their mm-hmm. banter's real. Like, like even when Omar Epps goes up to get the ticket, and he's like, he's like, I have an all black ticket with an all black. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it yeah, seems like, it's like a natural, like, right. com- like a yeah. natural conversation between yeah. people. Yeah, but like, um, I like I immediately like feel for both those characters, like yeah. because of that I'm like, oh, I'm really like enjoying their like chemistry with each other. Yeah, they. So I was kind of bummed to see them. Well, I was just bummed because I really like Omar Epps. Yeah, he's yeah. a good actor. I like both those. I do like Jada Pickett too. Yeah, it is kind of weird they reference Sandra Bullock. And then 20 years later, she's still just as big. Wait, right? Hanta's wait, looking at wait, me. Wait, like, what? No, Jada Pinkett wants to leave because she wants to go see a Sandra Bullock. Oh, movie. gotcha, yeah. gotcha, okay. She wants to go see Speed 2. Oh. Instead Eesh. of... Yeah. <laughs> she probably should have. <laughs> she probably would have survived. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine walking to... <laughs> Sorry, this is so stupid. <laughs> well, there's like a bunch of Dennis Hoppers running around. In there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> With like four fingers on one hand, like you know, he blew up his thumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think where else to go with this joke, but it's like, so I it's like every movie has a, their own bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> has their own like person dressed up as the bad guy. <laughs> so Ghostface starts stabbing Jada Pinkett, and she crawls to the front of the stage and screams, and that's when the entire crowd realizes, hey, this isn't part of the show. Also, that fucking thunder still going on. Is it really? Yeah, like, it's not a part of the movie at all. It's just going on. Nobody can hear her screaming. It was Nev Campbell in the background with that Thundermaker thing. (laughs) And then uh, Jada Pinkett dies in front of everybody, and they realize this is really happening. She falls down, dies, cuts to credits. Now I want to get deep for a second, because 
this whole, I, I, I've watched this movie probably a dozen times, but did anybody else get a weird feeling watching this after like the recent events in the media and stuff? Where, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. This was weird. Yeah. Like, they they pointed it out to like uh, he made he, he said, said it's something like, line about it like. He's like, people are dying in movie theaters or something like that. And I thought he said something like where uh, you're safe or something. Or it's like, yeah. you can feel safe when going to a movie theater. And yeah. I was like, uh, not today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then at one point, I can't remember, I wrote it down somewhere in the notes. But they talk about how, um, I think it's actually right after this scene. Yeah, right after this scene, it, it shows Nev Campbell. And she's waking up and she's with her roommate Haley, who's the girl from, uh, was it My Wife and Two Kids? Or oh. My Wife and Kids. Is that her? Yeah. Yep, that's her. There you go. This is a bigger revelation so, than anything. So it cuts, and then some girl runs down and says, Net, you know, Sydney, you gotta watch to see the news. And then they talk about, do movies inspire violence? Yeah. And I just think after, like, after everything that's happened with the, the theater shootings and stuff, it's yeah, so weird, it's dude. weird as shit. Yeah, it's yeah. weird to, like, hear it all the way back then. And it's actually... Um, we could get into a whole debate on whether we think that's true or not, you know? Like, do movies... And we could do a whole bonus podcast on... The some safety tips. Yeah, safety, <laughs> tips. Mean safety tips for exiting. All right, Hanta, why don't you start us off? I don't even know what carry that means. Carry two knives. <laughs> Always carry two knives. One to stab into the the guy, and then one to stab into his grave when he dies. Wow. Well, that's been uh, safety tips with Hanta. Sorry, I didn't mean to get deep there. I just I had to point that out. But on a lighter note, Neff Campbell looks awesome in this movie. Really. She looks yeah. okay. I think she, I've always had a crush on that. Yeah, you have. Though. Yeah, I think she looks awesome in this movie. Which, who else looks really good in this movie we discussed? Courtney, Courtney Cox. Cox. Yeah, Courtney Cox looks awesome yeah. in this yeah, movie. Yeah, she looks really good. I mean, we talked about how the way she looked on Friends. Like, she didn't look nearly as no, good. No, And I'll, Actually, this is a full cast of gorgeous women. You got Sarah Michelle Gellar. You got Rebecca Gayhart. You got... Um, Portia de Rossi. Portia de Rossi. You got... I, I don't know her real name, but Haley... Her roommate. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good looking cast. You got Pacey from Dawson's yeah, Creek. Yeah. I would say the only one that doesn't look good in this is Jada Pinkett Smith. I think she looks good. I don't this like is the like short her hair. prime. Oh, she this is off, right man. after she did Nutty Professor. And she Wait, are, really are, do, you wanna do, do you want to do Matt's corner of short hair? <laughs> We're going to do Matt's corner with Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Matt, oh, no, Matt, it's Matt's Matt. fashion tip corner or whatever. Matt's, Matt, Matt's Matt, short Matt's corner. corner with Will Smith's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Short hair is just not that good looking. You go with long hair. Okay. You look awesome in Nutty Professor. <laughs> Even though a... you were wearing a wig. All right, that was Matt's corner with short hair. With, no, with Will Smith's wife. <laughs> Will Smith's wife. <laughs> All right, so the next real big scene in this movie is pretentious film class. Oh, man, these guys pissed me off. Oh, yeah, I was so In annoyed. this film class, we have Sarah Michelle Gellar. We have Joshua Jackson. We have Jamie Kennedy, Timothy Elephant. Is it just those four? Those are the four big ones, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Those are the four big names. Yeah. So it opens up there in film class, and they're dissecting. They're talking about... Like sequels, I think. Sequels. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. how the conversation Well, they starts. talk about the conversation about the movie theaters. Like, Yeah, they, or, that's what I thought. Yeah, they, yeah, that's yeah. what that They talk about. about the movie theaters and violence and everything like that. And then they get into sequels somehow. And I'm just going to name the four sequels that they say are better than the original... And we'll go around and see if we agree with them. Yeah, but I wanted to point out that, okay, I was, I was in the middle of a sentence saying earlier about how, like, really attractive girls that are, like, into, like, why would uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, who's a sorority girl, be, like, in this film class with all these film geeks? Like, you she doesn't judge fit. people? Yeah. No, but it's a oh, film class. Oh, sorry, guys. Maybe it was, an, maybe it was an elective. Sorority maybe sorority girls are in film classes. Maybe it was an elective. 
Good point. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Are you suggesting that someone's trying to make a real life sequel? Stab two? Who'd want to do that? Sequels suck. Hey, no, wow. Wow. come on, man. All right, so I'm gonna name the four movies they bring up in the film class that they say are better than the originals. We'll go around the room and see if we agree. Aliens. Yes. No. I'm saying, yes. I'm no. saying Aliens is. Aliens better. I no. think Alien is better. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two to one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Terminator 2, yes. Yes. Yeah, I would say so. Oh, okay, we all agreed on that. Yeah. Okay. House 2. I don't remember House 2. I remember it's being all, good. I remember House 1, but I, I feel like it's all like one. I think House is more like a horror movie, and then 2 is just like a kind of like a lighthearted. I remember, not lighthearted, but it's like two's more, more fun. Yeah, it's like more of like a comedy. Yeah. Like but comedy I, I remember liking it, though. I can't remember the difference between the, both of them, though. Like, I can't. All blend I can't. The, the first movie. one is about the house, and then the second one it's is also about, about house. the house. <laughs> it's the second story. Doesn't 2 have the oh. cowboy skeleton? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, you're it's right. It's like his great, yeah. great grandfather or something. Like, yeah. He ends up like teaming up. And yeah. George went in the first one or the second first one? First one. First one, yeah. Okay. They're both, remember, being really good movies. Yeah. And then we got Godfather 2, which I have never seen. I thought you saw them. I, I've seen the first one, which is pretty good. It should be hard to top. What do you guys think? Um, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's pretty good. Better than the first? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I, I think kind of actually equal. I've heard a lot of people say the second one's better. Than I feel like one. they're just kind of like it's a, a, it's a two-parter. Like two has like Robert movie. De Niro in it, which is pretty awesome. The first and one guns. has Robert De Niro. No, it doesn't. Ray Liotta's in it. No, he's not. With Robert De Niro? <laughs> I, I studied the man. So he's seen four movies now. <laughs> <laughs> we should get special guest Ray Liotta on the podcast. <laughs> Don't tease me. Um, so we go through this and whole... special guest guns. Special... <laughs> just shoot guns for an hour and a half. This is Josh from Guns and Ammo. <laughs> Uh, the magazine? Oh. He gives it, he's like, I'm Josh! Like, <laughs> you don't have to get that close, Josh. Josh, you don't have to get so close. Josh, you have to back up a little bit, sir. Oh, man. So we wrap up the whole film class part, and then we cut out, and we see Nev Campbell walking, and we have Jerry Sliders, her boyfriend. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even that funny. It totally threw so me off. I was gonna like chew you out for it. Like, Jerry Sliders. Jerry Sliders. <laughs> That's so stupid. Explain the joke. Um, Jerry O'Connell's in Sliders. That's the show. Sliders. That's, it. That's, That's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> Jerry Sliders. Um, <laughs> and then we, this is where we kind of get our introduction to everybody. We got Jerry O'Connell. We see Courtney Cox come back with the red hair. Roseanne's sister jumps up, which I thought was such random casting in this. She just, does a really good job though. I really like her. I don't she, know. Kept, she kept popping up like throughout the movie. I wasn't sure like was it more obvious this time that she was a killer? Yeah. In I a think way. at the time the first time I watched it, I don't think I had any idea. Yeah. But I don't know. I've only watched like twelve times. <laughs> like maybe twelve times. I kind more. of forgot about that first viewing. <laughs> that is true. Like I've like if you know who it is going into it, it's kinda of obvious. Yeah. But like I, I, I can't remember my first like um, interpretation of the movie. Well, yeah. I think that's why the first one works so well is because everybody is a nobody in that movie as far as nobody had had really any prior experience, mm -hmm. so you're not going to guess anything. When she pops up, she's already kind of a name because I think it was that this was right after like the nine-season run of Roseanne, and so she's pretty much a name in you know, yeah. the industry. You're not like, oh, that's the guy from Justified, you know? Yeah. yeah oh, exactly. it's the guy from Girl Next Door. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which if we want to do a completely separate podcast on Girl Next Door, I'm completely down with that's that. That's fine. I could talk about that movie. You don't like day. it? I love that movie. Oh, okay. It's phenomenal. Um, so you like we, that movie too, don't you? Yeah, I think it's pretty All good. All right, why don't we switch the podcast over and talk about the movie Girl Next Door? <laughs> Let's just do this right now. 
So we have this whole reunion between Gail and Sid, and then Sid punches Gail because she makes some kind of snooty comment. She um, does? Is that serious? No, I don't think she punches her in this scene. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. No, she doesn't, does she? Yeah, that's the whole joke is that she goes, I got punched again. Oh, that's shit. I was not on par. I was probably writing down notes. Like this one right here. I don't know what this means. First one seems so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Your notes are fucking shit, dude. <laughs> first one. Was it first one one? First one seems so weird. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to do shorthand. <laughs> Start doing long head, man. <laughs> I'm sure this won't be the last time this is gonna happen. <laughs> Alright, uh <laughs> oh man. So then we get uh <laughs> uh Rebecca Gayhart shows up and how do you say her name from Rest of Development? Is it just Portia de Rossi? Yes, I just never say it for some reason. Portia de Rossi. And then we got Dewey who shows up, and he we has get the, the theme to Broken Era. Yes. <laughs> that gets played like eighteen times throughout this movie. Oh yeah, then we get Dewey and uh, Courtney Cox. They meet up. They haven't seen each other since Woodsboro either. It, it, this is really like this is like a twenty minute scene of just like hey 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 and I'll tell you what if this movie does anything, it just has a lot of scenes of talking. I felt like it's called a movie. <laughs> Explain. Yeah, no, I, I actually I know what you're saying because there are a lot of scenes where it's just like it's like I referencing like the, the referencing like the first movie a bunch. Yeah, yeah. There's a ton of just like plot talking in this movie where it's just. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I talk about. No, the plot. You know, it's with, like, with the first one, there's a lot of talking scenes, but it's stuff that I was interested in. They're talking about the movie and solving the mystery of the murder. Yeah. This one, I just felt like they were just talking. I was like, oh my god, I don't care. We're in a sequel and we should catch up. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what that means. No, I know what you mean. No, they talk I mean, about, like, they keep referencing that they're in a. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the majority <clears throat> of the conversations. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Like, they keep referencing that the fact that it's, like, happening all over again. Yeah. It's a sequel. Yeah, they do. I feel yeah, like every they, and scene. It's like, yeah. it's like daytime, and it's on the Oval at the college campus, like their hangout area, and they just, that's all they do is they talk about how it's happening yeah, again. Yeah. Like, the Oval? What's the Oval? That's an OSU thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> then we have this sorority party where everybody that's in the movie is pretty much there. Fun cameo, Matthew Lillard. No. I didn't see him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I didn't see him. I didn't see him. I call bullshit. No, I, go, I, I got a couple bullshit on this, too. Because, like, I didn't even see, like, an instance. We watched this entire scene in slow motion. We didn't see him even in the corners, in the background, in the front ground. What? Dude, you didn't even know that Gail got punched five minutes before this <laughs> happened. I'm not... <laughs> yeah, first one was weird. <laughs> first one seems weird. First one seems weird. <laughs> I'm going to find out what that is. Like, I hope so, man. At the end of this podcast. Um, no, there's a scene where um, Justified... I, wait, Timothy? Yeah, just call him Timothy. I call him Justified. Yeah. Um, Justified hugs Matthew Lillard at the party, and you were supposed to be able to see him. Really? Yeah, for the audience at home, Matthew Lillard's... Uh, Is that in the, uh, the the insert of the booklet? Of the- <laughs> no. Where no. did you hear this? Where did you hear this? Um, a little source called um, Screen2.com. What? No, they have a .com? .net? .org? 
You remember when movies used to have actual websites for that movie? I think they still do. Did they do that still? Yeah. It was people bigger are, back in the day, though. Yeah, it was, like, it was like, all it was just like a poster and then the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else. Well, you can play like games or like stuff like that. That's like, like if you get like some like the Matrix where you have like, like. I'm waiting. Interactive, like what's the Matrix? You have to solve puzzles and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Is it really? I think so. A lot of stuff. I think I was making you that know up. so. I think I was making that up. You know so. Yeah, you played the, the hell out of that game. <laughs> I figured um, out that shit before your movie came out. <laughs> uh, during this whole scene at the sorority or the sorority party, we keep going back and forth between this <clears throat> and Sarah Michelle Geller, who is house sitting at the sorority house, another sorority house. I don't think she's house sitting. She's just like on. Well, call. she's house sitting because yeah, if someone gets drunk, she's the DD. So she's kind of hanging out the no, house. No, like, they is that what she easily is? just yeah. walk from... They say it in the movie, Matt. But, yeah, well, like... I was writing down this one. <laughs> no, but it's weird because, like, isn't the party that she's supposed to be, like, DDing for, like, right across the street? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes no sense. I just, like, re- I just, like, realized that. Yeah, that's, like, spot That's a on. really good point. Yeah. It's, like, because they, at the point, like, when she dies, they're, like, hey, something's going on at the Alpha Mega Delta house. Yeah. And they all run out and it's right <laughs> next door. They just go to the door. And yeah, they just go to the street. door and stand on the porch and watch it. Like, why they is jump on their Razor scooters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Razor scooters. So, that's a very good point, by the way. And so we cut to Sarah Michelle Geller and she keeps getting phone calls from, she thinks it's her drunk boyfriend. It's not. Um, actually, this is a fun fact as well. The voice of Ted, her boyfriend, is Matthew Lillard. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> You're such a no, no. liar. The, um, the girl she's talking to on the phone before Ghostface calls is Selma Blair. Ah. Oh, I've heard, I've, I've heard yeah. that before. So she's on the phone, gets calls from the Ghostface. She gets stabbed in the back and thrown out the window. Man, I know I'm not the only one that did this, but how many times did a scary movie pop in your guys' head? Oh, it was oh, so from many. the start, man. Dude, there's and it's it's a shame because these are good movies and they got some really good scenes, but there's so many so much stupid shit like when Sarah Michelle Gellar's running up the steps and she's throwing stuff down at yeah. Ghostface. All I kept thinking of is grab the, grab the grandma and throw oh, down the yeah. steps. Yeah. And it's not even that funny, but that's all I kept thinking about. Which the scene that I was thinking shit. of was when they're showing stab in the beginning in the popcorn. And shows the popcorn on the stove in Scary Movie. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Well, Awesome Powers did that for me for, like, uh, James Bond movies. Oh, you watch yeah. old James Bond movies, you're like, man, they're not even, like, Dude, really... even the people making James Bond movies say that. They, like... That's why they're so serious today. Yeah. It's because fucking Awesome Powers. They ruined yeah. it, because it's like, they're not... Awesome Powers is even, like, really making fun of it. It's like, no, they're just showing stuff that oh, yeah. were in the James Bond yeah. movies. And it's... If you go back and watch, like, James Bond movies, they're all, like, fucking goofy as shit. Yeah. Like, really fucking goofy. So I did think of this weird one. I don't know why it seems so weird to me. Sarah Michelle Gellar and Nev Campbell don't have any scenes together in this movie. I just think it's so weird that... I mean, she doesn't have any... <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> one scene. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the only scene she's, like, next to Nev Campbell. It's weird. There's, for some reason, there's, like, two or three scenes in this movie where Sarah Michelle Gellar's just standing in the background. And you can see her. Like, she's very yeah. blatantly, but, like, not enough to, like... She's a part of their group. No lines or anything. But I will say, it is kind of... Here's a little seven degrees of... Uh, Kevin Bacon, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sarah Michelle Gellar were together, and I know she did last summer. Yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Nev Campbell in Party of Five. Oh, where? So where's Kevin Bacon? Uh, Kevin Bacon was in Footloose with John Lithgow. Oh, where's, where's John, John Lithgow? Yeah, he was in Footloose with Kevin Bacon. What? I'm not even near Bacon. It. I don't know how this game works. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no, you want to hear well, something really okay. stupid? 
Back when I was younger, and I thought about this when I thought about typing that seven degrees thing out, there used to be a database online where it was like a seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. And you would type in two actors, and it would tell you how they link up in the shortest amount. Yeah. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world that I would keep typing in actors, and I would print it out, and I made a book. Um, <laughs> and it's all like this stuff and I remember keeping binders of all these wow. seven degrees and it was like I, I, I didn't ever show anybody it's like really fucking stupid cool no. fact you can do the same thing in Google search really okay. and does it automatically really yeah oh man That's the way the world has changed technology man huh. cell phones and then quick uh, seven degrees yeah but okay wasn't, so oh. but wasn't this before sarah michelle geller got big like wasn't this at the, that moment like buffy's, she was no, this uh, isn't like buffy, 97 like she was, buffy releases in 97 but she's yeah. yeah she's doing buffy at the time and then buffy becomes big and then they throw her face on the front of the cover and that is that right this the story like as far as that goes, because she was on like the casting cover. You know how they do the casting where it's like, okay, this is yeah, I know trying because originally yeah, like she became big after the show was out, and then the movie came out. Like they were shooting simultaneously. So I remember because they had the whole cover with the five of them on it. Yeah, and I think it was originally Jerry O'Connell was on the cover. I think Omar Epps is on there. No, that's not right. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. They uh, they had, that would be random though. They took out Jerry O'Connell and put Sarah Michelle Gellar in, I think. Hmm. It was something small. Yeah, like, like because yeah. Buffy was getting so big. Yeah, I guess she really hadn't done anything up to that point. Yeah, yeah it's so like she's not even supposed to really... Yeah, so it's not... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of Dracula 2000. <laughs> oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> it's the same cover, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's like the cast, They're all you know? the same yeah. cover. Well, Dracula 2000 is Wes Craven. Is that like that triangle thing where it's like... I want to take... when we Okay, when I do my groomsman pictures it's one like day, I want the groomsman to be like, like that. Like, <laughs> should, like <laughs> background, yeah. foreground. <laughs> like screen pictures. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good idea. Okay, so the alarm goes off after Sam Michelle Gallagher gets thrown out the window. And then three cops come barreling down the road because the alarm went off. Like, really? I, just, I think it's a little extreme for three cops to be coming shooting down the road. I don't know. I just She tried to call him, right? Earlier, and then it didn't go through. Yeah, I mean, she called him yeah, a couple she called, times. Yeah, she called it twice, yeah. so yeah, that's probably... And this is 97, so probably still like put on record that somebody tried to call three times. Yeah, okay. So, okay, my stupid... Okay, so anyway... We go back into the sorority house or the fraternity house, wherever it is. The ghost face is in there, chases uh, Jerry sliders around. and <laughs> They're sliding around. They're sliding around. <laughs> oh, there's freaking bars on the window. It oh, makes, yeah. I, that's got to be um, a nod back to Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. It could be. Because there was that, that striped sweatshirt that was in there, too. I think Wes Craven does that just to... Wes like Craven didn't direct this one. Yeah, he did. No. Who directed this one? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> what? Yeah, he went under the uh, like the fake name of Wes Craven. You're lying. No, true story, man. <laughs> That's not real. It is Wes Craven. Audience, <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your friends he's a liar. So Jerry O'Connell gets cut, and this is a pretty good looking cut. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like dripping blood, and it's it's like a consistent drip, and the cut on his forearm it looks deep. Like yeah. it looks like a pretty raunchy cut. Yeah, the special effects are good in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this next, after this scene, the next, like, 20 minutes or more talking, we have a hospital scene. We have um, a whole, there's a copycat killer out there, which I can yeah. care less. How's the killer use that voice box, by the way? I never understood the whole idea behind that. Um, I think in the first one, they kind of show you, just kind of, like, put it up to your mouth and press the button. Were and they, talk it's like, it. in the mask or something, or? No. Because you yeah, like, they put it up to your mouth. Because in the sorority house, he do, yeah. he's just, like, Chilling there. Yeah, he's, he's like just talking. Has he's the, like, the voice or whatever. Yeah. 
I don't know. I never understood that. No. Yeah, I never. Yeah, the uh, mechanics behind it. Yeah, I never understood the science behind Ghostface. Yeah, me neither. Like, <laughs> is this, what is he? Is Matt's science corner again? <laughs> hey, you want to hear? Actually, you want to hear Matt's theory corner? Go for it. Okay. I now I didn't know if this was like gonna be like a common metaphor in this movie, but there's a lot of twos. Um, there's like two Randy characters. There's like Randy himself, but there's also to me all uh, Timothy Oliphant. Okay. And they're like kind of the same character. Oh, like, I see like, what you're saying. And then there's the two reporters. There's Gail, and then there's the new Other one. Killer, okay. Yeah. But I was trying to think of like, and I, I wanted to bring this up to see if you guys can think of anything like because it's a sequel that they're gonna throw that two around a lot. Yeah. So if there's any other doubles in this movie, like if they're like I was trying to find one for Dewey. Like, is there two different kinds of Deweys? Like, um, like two cops. No, I think I don't know if the, the theory might fall flat because you only got two examples. I know, but it's like really, like they're very yeah. close though. They're both mm. like very close, and it's a sequel. There's two so. killers. The, the old sheriff. Yeah, like that's what I was thinking. Would the old sheriff be like the equivalent of no? Yeah. See that one? You're, you're the reporter because he becomes a reporter at the end. He becomes a video guy with Gale. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. it's a dumb there's, theory. It's a pretty dumb theory. There's two killers. Thanks, guys. And that's Matt's theory corner. And then it just keeps going on. We're getting more and more talking. This movie's definitely more of a... Chatty movie? No, I was going to say more of a, a whodunit. Yeah. Like, the first one's definitely, a, like, a mystery. But I feel like this one is, like... It's like all the characters are like, we need to find the killer. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like eight people at all times trying to figure out. Whereas what's like, oh, that's a really good point. Whereas like yeah. in the first one, Gail is all about. Like she just appears. She yeah. just wants the story or whatever. Yeah, yeah, nobody makes an effort to go after to find out who the killer is. They're yeah, like, the cops like, are in on it. Like yeah, the just, cops are helping out. They're but just that's... going about their daily lives, and then exactly. shit happens. Yeah, I mean, cut to this whole cafeteria <clears throat> yeah. scene. Jerry O'Connell stands up and starts singing "I Think I Love You" to Nev Campbell, and this always drove me crazy. Is that Timothy Oliphant? He sits there, and when Jerry O'Connell starts singing, he goes, um, uh, Tom Cruise, Top Gun, 1986. That's not what they sing, is it? No, it's not what they yeah. sing. And I thought, okay, well, maybe he's just saying because he's singing. It's pretty much the same scene. And I thought, okay, well, it's pretty, you know, maybe it's pretty much the same exact scene, so he's just calling it out. But I think he's just saying that just to say it. Like, this is not Top Gun. This does not remind me of Top Gun at yeah, all. Yeah, I guess it's just the whole no. idea of singing in or, front of everybody. Yeah, and I think it's just him being a film student. He's like, oh, yeah, um, Top Gun. I always just thought that was so yeah. stupid. That yeah. always drove me crazy. Yeah. But then we get this whole scene he sings to her, which is kind of like a, it's cheesy, but it's supposed to be like to cheer her up and everything. And it's a, then we cut the collective soul. Wait, oh, man, we even touched on the soundtrack. Oh, oh man, this is you guys. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and Man. Hanta both own the soundtrack. To I used to movie. listen to it all the time, and immediately geeked out when they like the movie started. They both started. You used to listen on long twelve-hour trips to Hilton Head. Ah oh, man, it's you got um, D'Angelo's cover of uh, "She's Always in My Hair." You got Masterpiece Scream. Less than Jake. Less than Jake's. I think I love you. Yeah. Um, you got yeah. Dave Con- Matthews bands on there. Cottonmouth Kings. Suburban, Suburban Life. Life. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got Foo Fighters on there. You got Sugar Ray. This is a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's a pretty good man. soundtrack. Pretty good soundtrack. Pretty good soundtrack. No one makes okay. soundtracks like this anymore. No, definitely not. I got to bring that. We can talk about that. Like, well, let's save it for the second part because I got some stuff I'm bringing up in the second part of the. Uh, the next scene here is when uh, we have Dewey and Randy meeting in a cafe. They're having some coffee, discussing sequels. We get scene two from Stab. Scene two from Stab. It's Tori Spelling and Luke Wilson, 
And I always liked the fact that it was Tori Spelling, because the whole joke from the first one. Yeah. If you guys remember. Yeah. Where uh, they're like, oh, maybe somebody will make a movie about this one. Tori day. Spelling. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, maybe with my luck, I'll get Tori Spelling. Yeah. And the fact that they got her in for that yeah. after that line, I think is amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. This is yeah. before Luke Wilson was popular, so it was kind of like an unknown person. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is, yeah. This is like right around Bottle Rocket, right? Probably, yeah. 97. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. This actually is probably around Rushmore, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rushmore's actually, yeah. 97 or 98, mm-hmm. so it's well, in the same era. What year is American Pie? 99? Why are you just saying anything that pops into your head? <laughs> just asking about when so I remember American Pie came out, and <laughs> we were watching... <laughs> Sorry. What are you talking I about? I straight face. We were watching uh, Rushmore, and I was like, man, this movie came out the same year as American Pie. That's what I was thinking at that time. Okay, cool, man. <laughs> Fun facts with Matt. <laughs> um, uh, so we have this whole scene of Randy explaining sequels. It's just more whodunit stuff. Yeah. Nothing is getting solved. There's no like awesome revelations. It's just random shit. About- okay, but I do like the scene though. I like the where they show each other like the wounds. Because yeah. like, he shows his wound. Yeah, and then he's like, he's like, by the way, what's that from your back? Is or he's like, why, like, why is your arm up like that? And he's like, it's nerve damage. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of neat because I was mm. like, man, they never really showed that in horror movies, like, like the, the aftermath. Yeah, yeah, the repercussions. Yeah, I mean, of, like, it's the first good. film. Like, well, I think that whole scene was supposed to be kind of mimic uh, *Lethal Weapon* three, as well. Oh yeah, no, that looks legit. Like, ro- yeah, I can see that. <laughs> well, no, oh yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> okay. scene. You mean Jaws? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Let's go with Jaws. Jaws better example. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this whole scene goes on for like 25 minutes. He actually uh, came pretty close to finding out the killers, I think, in this scene. Do they? Because he uh, mentions Mickey, but he like decides to move on because that means Because he's, that means he's a suspect. Yeah, too, yeah. and then he talks about uh, Jason Voorhees' mother. And I don't know if he's like referencing oh, like, yeah. Billy's mother. Oh, yeah. Could be like a suspect. But you know, he obviously cool. didn't know. That who. Cool. I didn't think of it that way. Number one, the body count is always bigger. Number two, Death scenes are always much more elaborate. More blood, more gore. Carnage, candy. Your core audience just expects it. And number three, if you want your sequel to become a franchise, never, ever... How do we find the killer, Randy? That's what I want to know. We get the play rehearsal. Yeah. And it's pretentious as hell. I hate the fact that... Also, why the fuck, like, she's in a play with people wearing masks similar to Ghostface. Yeah. Or carrying knives. Yeah. Don't you think she would be like, fuck this? Like, yeah. bad memories. I'm you guys want to do it. Old Town? Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to, yeah. Guys and Dolls? Do you think yeah. that's a little Christmas Carol, American <laughs> Idiot? I don't care what it is. <laughs> Anything but mask knives. <laughs> it just, this whole scene seems pretentious. Like, you know, after, you know, Sydney almost loses her life, she becomes an actress. And, like, the teacher's talk is, you're a great actress. And I'm yeah. like, this is so pretentious. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. care about anything. Okay, uh, really quick, though. When she sees Ghostface in this crowd, yeah, is it really him? or is I think it, just... it is. Because if you look, no, it is. I don't yeah, think so. I think it is. And I, I think this is the first time I've caught it. That well, Anyway, Nev Campbell's up on stage. She's dancing with all these people in masks. She thinks she sees Ghostface chasing around on the stage. And then all of a sudden, the play stops. And she's, like, upset. She's crying. And so the whole question is, was it really Ghostface or was she seeing inside her head? It really was Ghostface because you actually see Ghostface run off the stage. Okay. She falls out funny the if they all stop and they're like, why is that guy wearing the, the killer's mask? And then he's just like, uh, dude, I would have grabbed him and fucking pinned him to the stage and be like, guys, look. Get that fucker. Get him. <laughs> um, so this, this whole play goes on for five minutes. Then we got probably one of the most traumatic scenes of my childhood. 
there's this whole scene where they're on campus outside. Randy gets a call from the killer. The killer's outside watching him. So Randy, Gale, and Dewey are all running around the campus. Oh, yeah, and the best part is, is uh, what does the killer say? Or somebody says something about look for somebody with a phone. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and you cannot get away with that this this days. Oh, yeah, anything, yeah, it'd be impossible. Yeah. If it was today, you'd be like, I'm the one without a phone. You'd be like, gotta find somebody without a phone. <laughs> Who and doesn't then, have a phone? <laughs> just like looking around. <laughs> so this whole scene where they're chasing everybody, and then Randy's on the phone still, and he starts bad talking the killers from the first one, gets pulled into the van, and gets murdered. And this is a horrible scene, because I remember as a kid, like Randy was like my hero. I was like, man, the horror movie geek, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Then he gets pulled into this van, and then what starts? Suburban, Suburban life. life. <laughs> yeah. Cue music. Chris Q. and Hato walk down the street with their boombox playing the Spring 2 soundtrack. With our braces. And... <laughs> you guys don't like Suburban Life? <laughs> and their Dawson's Creek t-shirts. <laughs> Dude, Suburban Life is still a good song. It's it still cool. holds up. It's pretty cool. The whole soundtrack is pretty good. You should it pick is. it up. It is. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the killers now, or do you want to wait till the end? Because I got some stuff I want to say. Should we wait till the end? Can we just talk about it? Okay. So Randy dies, but one of the killers is Billy's yeah. mom. Billy's mom. From the first reporter. one. Yeah. Who's the other reporter? So she was the one that killed Randy. She says it at the end. She goes, "I didn't mean to kill Randy, but after he started bad talking uh. about my boy, I was upset." If you look at that scene when they're in the van, she's like picking him up and throwing yeah. him into the glass and it shatters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a really extreme scene. And she's probably, she's got away less than he does. And yeah. she's, there's no way she's as built as he is. No. It's the whole thing like getting the killer, like kind of like supernatural powers, like being able to teleport. Well, you could easily just said, you could just cut out the dialogue and be like, oh, yeah, Mickey was in the van and he did it. Easy. Mickey's a big guy. Yeah, okay. problem solved. Yeah. yeah. Like, he did all, like I did the talking, he did the dirty work, you know, that kind of deal. Yeah, even that would have been fine. They open up the van. Randy's bleeding everywhere. I'll tell you what. I remember this from the trailer. There's a lot of stuff I remember from this trailer. But Courtney Cox's scream right here is so legit. Yeah, I yeah. always liked her scream. And Pun Cam- intended. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Don't worry. Oh. I like Nev Campbell's scream, too. What? Jesus yeah. Christ. Man, we're full of puns What about today. Dave Arquette's scream for it? Wait, wait. It doesn't work. No, that, <laughs> that sounds stupid. Oh, man. Then we got this whole library scene where Nev Campbell gets an instant message. And then young Will Forte is across the way. Yeah. (laughs) For some reason, they cut to this guy who looks like a young Will Forte. That's all I can explain. You just have to watch it. It was amazing. And then Cotton shows up. Who, Leif Schreiber is not in any natural scene in this movie. Every scene that he's in, he pops up into. It's not like, oh, hey, it's Cotton Weary. It's like... Sid! And he he jumps out of somewhere. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. That's every scene of this movie. Can we go back a little bit? To the beginning? Yeah, the okay, credits. so the part where Jada Pinkett Smith is getting killed. Like, no, okay, can we talk about the technology like this, computer technology in the uh, the movie, just like completely baffle you? When they're like, yeah, we're all on the same server, so you can instant message yourself. Like, No. Because the instant messaging was on their computer, right? Yeah, it could just be like the library, like, instant messenger. But if they're yeah. all on the same server, though, wouldn't it mean, like, the, all that all those computers have the same instant messaging account? Like, you couldn't, like... No, it'd be like, you get your student ID or whatever, like, call But it. she said she wasn't logged in. Oh. Oh, I don't remember. So that. they're not separate logins. They're all on the same server, and they're all on the same login. Okay. So it's like, why? how could you instant message your, yourself? Maybe you could say instant message computer 14 or something. It's technology oh, like this, that we're like, computer technology, where it makes no fucking sense. I don't know, maybe it like does, this in movies. Man. And I want somebody to explain it to me. Like, I don't care if I look like an idiot at the end. 
But please, let me explain to you. Don't me worry about it. You're looking idiot right I, now. I think like, when I watch Enemy of the State, I'm like, uh-uh. Like, Hold on. How they know he was in that panty store the whole time? <laughs> Man, you brought up Will Smith like three times during this podcast. Yeah, I think he's missing this. That's true. Yeah. Next, we got Gail. She's uh, she gets the videotape from the cameraman. He her, calls it quits, basically. Yeah, the cameraman calls it quits because he doesn't want to get murdered. Uh, it feels like his life is in danger. Yeah. Um, that his life will be no longer if he stays on this camera job. He will expire. That he will expire. That he will not be a cameraman any longer. Yeah. That he will not be in this movie anymore. Yeah. That he will be unemployed. Yeah. yeah. That he will not have this job anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So he quits, and then Gail takes the videotape he's been carrying around his camera, and her and Dewey go to the school AV club or whatever it is. It's like the like a, just a classroom. Just classroom. Yeah. They pop the videotape and in. And then we get our second song from the Broken Arrow soundtrack. Oh, yeah. I think that's the first song. Oh, you're thinking of this one. There we go. I think that's, that's it. Yeah, you got it. Dewey and uh, Gail have a very romantic moment. Then all of a sudden, Scream shows up. And chases them around. They get stuck in this. Uh, it's like a soundproof. It's like a basically like a, studio. Like a recording studio yeah. for the most part. Now, okay, I like this because now that Randy's dead, like anybody could die. Like yeah. any side characters. Yeah. I, and mm-hmm. But just the side characters could die. Yeah. Not Nev Campbell. So it's yeah. like you kind of feel scared for yeah. these, you know, the Courtney Cox and Dave uh-huh. Burkett because yeah. they could possibly perish at this moment. But see, I think if you're going to do something like that, you should have killed off Randy. I mean, I, li- I love Randy's character, but if you're going to try to really fuck with the audience, Kill off Randy in the first like fifteen minutes. Yeah, like don't wait until like he should have yeah. been like maybe going to check out the stab or something. Like yeah, don't do it an hour into the yeah. movie. Yeah, because I don't understand because they talked about it earlier. They're like the theory behind the killer was that everybody's name is like a was first or last name or something from the yeah, first a name. Yeah. yeah, but then after that though they kind of break it because there's nothing at such a little part of the movie you forget about it. Like, yeah. yeah, you really do. They it has no, like, like it's no longer a copycat killer. It's just kind of like. A killer. Yeah. yeah. It becomes a, yeah. Like, becomes there should have been a scene. higher, like, the second, or, like, one of his rules is, like, there's a higher body count, but it's, like, the same body count as the first one, it feels like, this movie. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. But, like, they should have been yeah. killing off people, like, left and right, I feel like, throughout. Yeah. And then, then they piece together the whole, like, naming shit. But I feel like three people, and it doesn't really, like, oh, it's obviously, yeah. like, from the previous case. And they're very, like, general names. They're like, yeah. Stevens and Smith yeah. and John. Like, it could just like, be a coincidence, you know. And like, Scream. And Scream. <laughs> scream Smith. Ghostface. <laughs> Ghostface Smith. Ashley. There's Ghostface a lot of, there's Killer. A lot of Killer. <laughs> um, So then we, we think. They're chasing through the, uh, the sound. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're, they're going through the recording thing. Dewey gets stabbed. We think Dewey's dead. And then we get our inconsistent scene where there's a soundproof glass. Yeah. That and that what well, the first time there's a soundproof glass, Dewey's hitting on it. Gail can't hear anything. There's like no sound there's whatsoever. No sound. Then the next time, Ghostface is throwing shit at the glass, and it's like and very, you can hear it. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, it's pretty clear. Yeah, that was a really a good, incons- yeah. I need to figure that. that one out. Think, that, was, that was pretty like solid. Use, I was like, "Yeah, good call, man." Use my brain. <laughs> Just use my. <laughs> Hold on a second. That's their that their glass gives sound to it. 
Uh, Sid goes with the uh, her two FBI secret agent guys that Officer are protecting Deadmeat her. and Officer Deadmeat too. Yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> well, they take at this point though they take uh, Jerry Jerry Sliders away. Jerry Sliders. Yeah, Jerry yeah. Sliders gets kidnapped by his fraternity because he gave his necklace from his fraternity to Nev Campbell for protection. She goes with the uh, two FBI guys and her roommate Haley goes as well. Scream shows up, stabs one of the guys in the neck, pulls the other guy out of the car, gets in the car. And starts driving and hits the one he threw out of the car. Which is gruesome as shit. Yeah, because what ends up happening is they end up wrecking and a pole goes straight through his head, through the window. He's got this really cool twitch going. Oh, God. Like, it's a pretty legit, like, I don't cringe very It's probably the most gruesome in the series. Oh. I don't know. that The head in the first one in the garage. Oh, yeah. That's pretty Also, Matthew Lillard also twitches when he gets that TV. With the TV. Yeah. Drew Barrymore, though. That one's pretty violent. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's the most violent one. Yeah. It's the way like her face OMRFs. looks. Omar Epps. Omar Epps one's Boyfriends and testicles. Yeah, but our guts are like hanging out. Like, let's just say there's a lot in these movies. Okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> there's a lot more. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> didn't uh, use my brain. <laughs> not that time. <laughs> so they get out of the car, and then I don't know how it how this happens, but Ghostface Did he teleport. Somehow Ghostface teleports and stabs Haley. That made no sense. I, I'll never understand that. Yeah, because they were somehow got out of the car and them appeared, noticing. appeared behind them. Yeah, it whatever. Yeah, because well, here's a serial killer thing right there. They kill her and the cops for like no reason. Like they they probably had names similar to the previous case. Yeah, you got it, man. We can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> so then Sid runs to the theater, and this is like the big climax of the movie. Um, I didn't really write a lot of notes on this because nothing really... Ha- I mean, it, stuff yeah, happens. I, I took about like 30 minutes out of this movie from that point on. Wait, what? From like that... Like, <laughs> what does that mean? No, like there, there's like 30 minutes where nothing really happens oh, yeah, yeah, between yeah. uh, Dewey getting stabbed yeah. and like them, like mm. the end of the movie. Yeah. Where like nothing, there's nothing... Well, really she sad. shows up and she sees Jerry O'Connell hanging from the star that the fraternity hung him up on. They just, like, left him up there to die. Yeah, apparently everybody's hanging out in the theater. They tonight. cut his, yeah. they cut, like, the symbols on his chest. Yeah. And they just, like, left him up there to die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'll tell you what, this movie can be completely different if this would have, Nev Campbell would have showed up and all the fraternity people were still there. Awkward. And then, because <laughs> Scream would have ran in, and then she would have got Jerry O'Connell down, and then Jerry O'Connell might have lived. Maybe. If those fraternity people had still been there. Yeah, it's true. Another but world. Those fucking assholes left him to die. Another world. Another another world. Another movie. Well, yeah, and he it died. probably like, felt like shit because he ended up dying. Probably, yeah, they're like, man, we left him there. <laughs> yeah, like we found him attached to that star <laughs> with a bullet hole. We killed him, man. We killed... Alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I'm freaking out, man. I'm freaking out. I'm gonna drop out of school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home <laughs> because we find out that Mickey happens to be the killer. He shows up, takes off his mask. Shoots Jerry O'Connell. Which that's is also pretty gruesome. That's too. a gruesome. I, yeah, I mean, that's a really gruesome like shot. Special effects in this are really yeah, good. I will yeah. give it. But that. only for Jerry O'Connell. Like he's the only one who gets it. His special effects are great because he gets. He's the only one who got the cut in it. Oh end. yeah, it is. It's just Jerry. O'Connell. It's just him. Like he just. He just. Oh, I got the officer well. with the pole. That was pretty. Yeah, pretty that's gnarly. Pretty dude. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Going back right, to that. So. Um, what do you guys think of Timmy Timothy Oliphant's like? acting here his like it changes yeah, yeah i don't from like who it. he was in the movie it's too like, like way too, too much is similar pumped up or whatever one. i guess I don't it, know. It, he's got it, i feel like he's like he's too much like uh was but he like wants to, Matthew, he, i was gonna say matthew Lillard. That, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But he like one. wants to be caught doesn't he yeah he wants to whole use the whole movies as a motive that's and right all that. yeah yeah he just comes off too much like giddy and like stew like, yeah like it's just weird yeah like 
It's a stretch. I mean, it's not bad. It doesn't ruin the movie for me. But, but like, I, I hate- remember when I watched this movie the first time, though, I was kind of like, him? I was yeah. kind of like, yeah. okay. Well, then Roseanne's sister, I got to I gotta look up her name. It's, it's Debbie I think something. it's, um. It's Debbie it's in, something, isn't it? No, I thought it was, um. Debbie Saul's not. <laughs> oh, like the character. Hey, look, Debbie. <laughs> De- Debbie. The character Debbie. Wait, was her name Debbie in this movie? I thought it was uh, Lori Metcalf. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay, so Lori comes out, Roseanne's sister from the show. Lori I mean, comes that's her, out. That's like the actress's name. Yeah, yeah Lori. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she comes out, and she's revealed to be the other killer. I think I was so disappointed when I first saw this, because, like, those are the killers. It's kind of like a cheap. It is, like, that was Stu's mom, but you didn't know it. And I'm like, well, that's not really a mystery. Like, I wasn't. It's almost like when she's like, Mrs. Loomis? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just. <laughs> like, I remember... she even, like, Nev Campbell was, like, bummed. Like, that yeah, was like, the... Like, she had to say... <laughs> she's like, Ms. Loomis. Oh, oh real? Man. man, this sucks. <laughs> I saw you on campus so many times, I just didn't, like, think it was I you. I never noticed you. I was yeah. all on Lee Schreiber's shit for, like, the entire movie. <laughs> you kept distracting me. <laughs> why was she, okay, why was she, like, all up in Lee Schreiber's shit for the entire movie? Who, Nev Campbell? Yeah. I don't think she was. What do you mean? She, she was, like, when she was watching him on TV, she was, like, irritated that he was on it. And yeah, because, well, because fucking, of the first one. She's also, like dodging him, I was like, you obviously owe this guy. Also, like, she probably embarrassed because she fucking sent him to jail and yeah. wasn't the killer. Yeah, uh, okay, I'll give it to and that. And he did have sex with her mom. Did he? Yeah. Oh. They talked about in the first one. He okay. didn't kill her, but he had yeah. sex with her mom. I see. I see? I see. I see. I see. Um. So, we get this whole, like, shootout. Gail gets shot and falls down. And then she kills Then she kills Mickey. Mickey. Well, she kills Mickey, and Mickey shoots Gail at the That's same right, time. That's right, yeah. And then and this whole like little chase <laughs> so ensues. I, I no, 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 the, the girl. Wait, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So a little chase ensues. I hate this chase so much. It's it's goofy. It's yeah, really especially dumb. especially when uh, Nev Campbell uses the thing to create the thunder noise. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So stupid. I always hated that. And she dropped all those styrofoam rocks on her. <laughs> that way, but like, they all less, made real rock that noise. Way, less, like slow motion. She's like, <laughs> <"Duh>, she's like <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just styrofoam rocks at the theater set. Yeah, you'll be. And okay. Why are they even like? Yeah, like, why are they set up like that? Oh uh, wait, they're set up for the play. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, then we get to the point where Lori is Lewis's mom is holding Nev Campbell when she's got a gun to Wait, her head. Wait, Lewis? Who's Lewis? Lewis Skolnick. <laughs> Lewis Skolnick is holding... I said Lewis's mom. No, I didn't. I said Loomis's. Billy's mom? Stu Loomis. <laughs> Stu Loomis. Billy's mom. Say Billy's yeah, mom. Stewie Loomis's. Stewie Loomis. Stewie Loomis's. Stewie Loomis in the news. Stewie Loomis. You haven't done it the entire episode so far. Here we are like... Stewie Loomis in the news. Stewie Loomis in the news. Billy Loomis in the news. <laughs> you gotta take that shit out, man. That is yeah, that's ridiculous. gold, man. You leave you that said. in. Oh. Dude, we got an hour so. and a half in this podcast without you making any kind of word like play. And I, and there you go. I have to do it. So anyway, Lori is holding Nev Campbell at like gunpoint, and across the room is Leave Schreiber, and Leave Schreiber doesn't know which one to shoot, and he's like kind of going back he and has forth. To. Well, it's so stupid because. He goes, man, if I can get that interview with Diane Sawyer, things might change my mind. And Nev Campbell, you could actually see her think about it, and she's like, okay, I'll do the interview. Like, someone's shooting a gun at you, and that's the only way you're going to get out? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do an interview with yeah. Diane Sawyer. <laughs> I really okay, I really like, what's her name? The Lori? Lori? Lori Metcalf? I just yeah. said Lori Metcalf? Yeah. yeah. I really like her acting right here, the way she's hiding behind somebody. Yeah. Because, like, they never do this in movies. Like, when like, they're holding a hostage... 
they like stick like out to the left. Oh, yeah, she's definitely hiding. Behind yeah, her. she's like hiding behind like Nev Campbell, and she does it really, really well. Yeah. And like to, up to the point where she gets shot, and she yeah. really looks like a dead body on the ground. Like she like the way her face mm-hmm. is. Like I really gotta like praise her for her acting. In this, no, like, she does good. Yeah, I think it's and good. she does a really good job. Mm-hmm. But then Leif Schreiber decides as soon as Nev Campbell says consider it done, I'll do your Diane Sawyer interview. Yeah. Then Leif Schreiber goes, okay, I'm gonna do the right thing. Because that, I mean, so this guy's a shithead yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. He shoots Lori Metcalf in the head. She's dead. Uh, we cut outside. I think he shoots her in the shoulder or something. Or Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Something right. like that. Cause oh, then, yeah, because then Nev Campbell shoots her in the head. Yeah, which is like, that's pretty dark. Just to make sure that yeah. she's actually dead. They all walk outside. Leif Schreiber gets the press that he wants. We also, find out that Dewey's Mickey, okay. Mickey was still alive. Oh, yeah, Mickey does that. And then they got guns from Beryl Hills Cop 3 because he flies, like, several thousand feet backwards. <laughs> yeah, like, they keep shooting him and he's in midair and he's, like, He doesn't backflip back into the wall. <laughs> yeah, and if I was, like... The two garage guys are dancing to a choreographed song. like <laughs> Edgar from 24. <laughs> wait, 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 so what happened first? Was it... It was Cotton shoots Lori. Yeah. And then they're talking, and then uh, when they're going to check on Billy's mom, yeah, that's when Mickey gets up. They shoot him, okay, and then she's like, fuck yeah. this. Yeah. Because if she's okay. not, you know, I don't want to do it. Do you think it. if you were Mickey, and you were still, you saw enough energy to jump up and scare someone, you'd be like, dude, I'm going to fucking just crawl out of here. I think he was just here. twitching. It was like a, like, yeah. a legit, like, Whoa. Yeah, and then he was like screaming. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, like, if you had that much energy left, like, I'm going to crawl and leave out here, and no one's going to Then I'll be me. back for Scream 3. I'll see you at the movies, you know? That should have been the last line. <laughs> But then it cuts to outside. Uh, we find out that Dewey's okay. Leif Schreiber gets... He's this... practically invincible. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Leif Schreiber gets the press that he wants. He's got this big smile on his face. Nev Campbell walks off into the distance. Yeah, with Collective Soul playing and her boyfriend dead and her the roommate. nightmare continuing. Her <laughs> friend and roommate also dead. Yeah. Yeah. But and they play and that's a good collective and they soul play song. like that really upbeat collective soul song. I'm like no, like the nightmare and continues. Now like, she has to no, go into not. hiding because yeah. people are gonna repeat it in Scream yeah. Three. Well, there's actually <laughs> when it zooms out, there's a rumor. Uh, this screen... that you can see Matthew Lillard was hanging out. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> no, when the camera zooms out, it shows a bell tower right in front of the camera. And originally, it was supposed to end with another ghost face standing oh up in a bell God. tower. And it was supposed to be spoiler. For Scream 3, it was supposed to be the brother okay. from the third one. It was supposed to be that Roman... Whatever, he just you know, dressed up in broad daylight. Which is stupid. No, like, so fucking dumb. See you soon. Dude, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, no one say it, but I can't remember who the killer is in the third one. Uh, I, spoiler alert. Chris just said I don't it. even know what he just said. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm talking to you. <laughs> spoiler alert. Pay you're attention. In, you're in a conversation. <laughs> you just said it like a broadcasted conversation, <laughs> and you're not paying attention. All right, well, we're going to go ahead around the room and do our one-sentence summary on Scream 2. Hanto, I'll start off with you. I think it's a pretty good sequel for an original movie. I recommend it. Okay. Um, my one-sentence summary? Scream 2, more like, scram you. <laughs> <laughs> scram you? Scream 2. Do you, not, do you not like this? No, I do. It just sounded really good. My yeah, okay. Like, it's you. okay. It doesn't age well. Yeah. I kind of agree. Yeah, so it's okay. It is what it is. I, I thought it was okay. A little too plotty. Like, I think if you're watching for the first time, it's, like, good for a first. Yeah. But if you've seen it, like, several times, like us. Good like point. you said, it's a good sequel. Yeah. Good first yeah. view, 
bad second view. Bo- or good, or sorry, good first view, boring second bad view. For you. <laughs> bad for you. <laughs> second view, bad for you. <laughs> no, boring boring second view. Though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all, so uh, overall, though, we all like it, though. Yeah, I yeah. It was, we mean, think it's a. It's, it's a solidly it's just, built it's, movie. It's, it's, yeah. hard, it's hard watching because we already know what happens. Yeah. And we already know who the killers are. That ruins yeah. it for you because it's just like there's no rewatch value <clears throat> yeah. to it. It's like well, we know it. Kinda, there's no enjoying to you it. You kind of yeah. have some rewatch value because you kind of see it. how it was done. Well, it's weird watching it as like for this podcast where we're like dissecting it, you know. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of weird like watching it that way. Yeah. But, I, I mean, just watch it casually. It's kind of like what else is there to Yeah. No, I agree. Like the first one, still, I think I could watch again. Yeah, like it's still pretty solid. I think there's some scary what? parts in the first one. Like there's some, some genuinely oh, yeah, there's creepy some legit, like, moments yeah. in that yeah. first one. Yeah. yeah, and like it'd be a cool one to show off to other people. But no, overall, as a group, we recommend it, and uh, we'll see you in the second part of the podcast. Welcome to the second part of the podcast, where we dissect the genre of late 90s teen horror movies. Uh, let's kind of go ahead and go through the history of 90s horror movies. Horror movies were huge in the 80s, and then towards the beginning of the 90s, they kind of die off. Kind of up until like maybe like 94, I would say. They're they're struggling in 94. That's um, Jason Goes to Hell, isn't Jason it? Jason Goes to Hell, but yeah, but like, I mean, they're still coming out, but they're getting bad. You're, yeah, you're, you're like kind of falling off. Ball. Yeah, you're falling off all the like the Nightmare on Elm Streets and the Freddies. They're ending, like basically yeah. it, Halloween's ending at this point. Yeah, you, you know? got Halloween Six coming out. These these, these are it's like the end bad. of these like legacies. Yeah. yeah, but it's also like the whole '90s era had like the super goofy quality to the movies. I feel like you mean that early '90s. Yeah, especially yeah. early '90s. Yeah, like what do you mean? Like what, I, I mean, uh, I, I guess if you look at if you look at like the the later Nightmare on Elm Street, like the quality compared to the first movie. Yeah. More like humor, I guess, in them. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're super gimmicky. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like, they start getting like, they have, uh, like people the, do songs for them. They have like, like yeah. just stock library music that like the music's really yeah. terrible and not yeah. like orchestral or anything. Yeah, yeah they're like, uh, it's like fast food almost. Like they're like rushing them out. They're like, kind making of, them real yeah. quick and rushing them and out. And they're getting goofy. And yeah, I just, we, just, we just, use this example. A good example I could think of is like the Puppet Master. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like that, that quality like in the music. Yeah, and there's like, something really cheap and corny about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Um, That's how I kind of view like any, like really any movie in any genre. Really, they all have like the same look, kind of, and same kind of like quality to them. Yeah, it's something that like I yeah. like. It's from I don't know. Like I no, just use it. So. Yeah, no, I agree. And then after this whole like downhill of horror movies, you get like a couple year break. And then Scream comes out in '96, completely changes horror movies. That's a game changer. It's a game, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because it, it, it's pretty much making fun of all these movies that we were just watching and in love with and everything. And well, it's kinda, just like his response, like this is how you fucking do a scary, like a horror movie. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's like, oh shit. Nice. Well, and, and, and plus it was like a parody. I mean, in a sense. Yeah. And it's weird because Wes Craven was kind of making fun of his. From the, the generation he came from, yeah, he was knocking his stuff. He's making fun of his like bread and butter, basically. Yeah. Like, it's and, I, I guess uh, this was the whole Scream series. It, it became like self aware and like real like meta. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. Wait, and it needed it too because yeah. it was. I mean, I think the meta thing went on for a little too long. It it got too extreme, yeah. and I unfortunately watched the pilot episode for the Scream TV series. That wasn't as a fucking piece of shit. Really? Show. 
I heard good so things. Bad. Fucking I heard bad. it was pretty decent from what I'm hearing. No, it's really fucking. Really? I only made it to like 20 minutes. And I was like, this yeah. sucks. Wait, so you, you only watched it. 20 minutes before it started? Yeah. So you <laughs> I watched 20 minutes of, of, of another show. And then, and then started, when it came on, I was like, like, I, I can't, can't do it. It was 18 and pregnant. 18 and pregnant. But no, even in the. What was so bad about it? Like, it's more. More extreme with like the whole meta, like self aware, making comments about pop culture. Yeah. Just like way too much. Well, of that do you shit. think that has anything with, to do with us aging? Mm, no. Because it's... Scream was made for a teen, early 20s audience. Maybe we're just getting too old where it's it doesn't hit us like. It just, I, I guess maybe it just doesn't work as like a modern day. And it's possible. You know. Or maybe we're just getting too old. So, okay, what. Uh... Just <laughs> But let me go back to like how we're getting too old. I really want you to agree with me on this one. <laughs> okay, so this category only lives for like four or five years. I think it's very important in horror movie history, but it only lasts until 2000. But then probably. it gets like gimmicky again with the whole slasher genre. Yeah. Well, yeah, does. but then. It gets, it, but it does it very quickly. It's like one of the quickest like dying out genres. It's like yeah. for a flash, yeah. it's here, mm-hmm. and then it immediately becomes bad. Well, what happens, I think, is you got these. These teen slashers, and at the same time, in 99, when this is starting to end, well, it kind of overlaps, Sixth Sense comes in, changes everything again, and then you got The Others, The yeah, Red, yeah. Kind of Ghost The Grudge. Stories, yeah. 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 So, horror movie has a pretty good eight, nine years. I like a, well, yeah. I, like, I want to say, like, why this was so big was because it hit at that point where, and I want almost to say, like, MTV and, like, the WB. When the WB was big, we were responsible for this because all of a sudden it was like this product aimed towards teenagers a little bit more. Because like, don't be wrong, like other slasher movies have been aimed at teenagers, right? But all of a sudden they had like Dawson's Creek was on. Yeah. And yeah. Seventh Heaven was on WB. Yeah. And MTV was holding like movie premiere, like shows for Screen 2. Yeah. And like everyone was kind of buying into this product mm-hmm. and it was making it bigger and bigger and bigger. No, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was the biggest I think horror yeah. movies have ever been. Well, you know, actually, you, you kind of made me think of something. As a selling point. For yeah. Some, and yeah. I'll play off that and the fact that Dawson's Creek and Scream, same writer, the dialogue made these 17, 18 year olds appear intelligent. Yeah. And they weren't and more, stupid kids more anymore. More like more adult, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's why kids bought into it. That was huge for our age. We it's like a you know. Kevin Smith writing a horror movie, almost. It's like the, the dialogue yeah, no, is yeah. very, you know. Yeah, it's snappy. It's, it's snappy. Yeah. yeah, it is. I want something snappy. Do you remember <laughs> that? From that thing you do. Oh. He's like, you're going to record this song. I want something snappy. <laughs> I, quit. Uh, yeah. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I quit, Mr. White. But yeah, I think so. it was a giant product at this point, and it like just hit the mainstream very very well i mean and like they were just targeting yeah. all these movies and yeah. the money was going to these movies and well let's actually let's let's talk about the movies that fall in this category okay i'm sure probably all gonna have the same it's not a huge category but there's a good amount uh i know what you did last summer yeah yeah disturbing behavior okay would that like would that be considered a slasher uh i, I put it in that, like that i put it with that genre movie, right? of those smart fast Teen talking teens horror. Yeah, that that late like 90s. Like the faculty. Yeah, but the fa- yeah, faculty, okay. urban legend. Okay. I put fear in there because it was kind of big towards the end. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. But just because it kind of I don't know. I was a stretch Isn't that, that like 94? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's That's early. It's around there. It's Isn't that like 1975? <laughs> <laughs> I I stretch with fear. Take fear out. Okay. Uh craft. 
I would think the craft kind of falls in yeah, that. Yeah, it's another, like, teen, you know, supernatural. Yeah, which was big in that Well, group. that's before Scream. No, it's not. I it isn't? No. No, it's before Scream. Man, you're really excited about this. No. Hold on. <laughs> Back up. No, I always assumed that was before because, like, Nev Campbell's, like, a side, like, a co-star in that movie. She's, like, a side character. Oh, man, I totally forgot that Nev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich are in the craft. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Yep. There was like bring those two back. I want to see those. That's uh, the way the Titanic and Revolutionary Road are to each other. Ah, this is the way uh, Scream and the Cramp. Okay, were, I see. You know? it. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> I don't. The think original Leonardo DiCaprio and, before. Yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Idle Hands. Okay. Valentine. Yeah, that's like two thousand one or two thousand. Valentine. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's something is. like that. I yeah, think it's like two thousand. I'm yeah. with you on that. I, I kind of push it to 2000 because that's when it kind of starts to fade. It's 99 or 2000. What, it's what? Uh, 2001. Is it really 2001? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. insane. Final Destination. That's also 2000. 2000. Yeah. yeah. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. It's kind of as a stretch. It kind of felt uh, like quarter. It's on that same selling point. It's on yeah. the Teen, teenagers. Yeah. Like, and it's all like, talking. Well, yeah. they they reuse a lot of these cast members. Like yeah. that's why I brought up Dawson's Creek and like yeah. No, I, yeah. I don't know why I said seven seven. There's more better examples. <laughs> I was wondering. Oh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a better one. <laughs> yeah, but they reuse these actors yeah. that pop up and like mm. um and ta- was it uh Intolerable Cruelty right? Yeah, yeah. Intolerable so it's more yeah. like a teen the, revival. Yeah, revival. I guess. But I think it headed more towards the horror. It movie. was stronger yeah. in the horror genre. Yeah, I okay. think so. Man, we're really dissecting this. This yeah. is this hmm. is. Um, I put Glass House. Do you remember that? Lily Sobieski? Yeah. I threw that in there. That's like 2004. Oh, you guys are killing me. Is it really? It might be. You sure it wasn't 1994? No, it's not 1994. No? Okay. No. Uh, 2001. That's it, okay. Yeah. Dracula 2000. That's 2001? I'm going to 2000. <laughs> it's still that same cast. I think it's, it's like, 2001. It's right? like this chunk of five, six years or something like that. Um, I basically put, any movie that has like uh, the cast members on the front of the cover, background, so the Phantoms, yeah, Phantom, Phantoms, Phantoms yeah, Phantoms. I knew it. The Craft came out before Scream. Oh, your what year? Uh, same year, but uh, Craft is May and Scream is December. Uh, and you really looked at this. yeah, because I knew I was like, man, that movie would be way more bigger. Right about this, that movie would have been way bigger if uh, Nev Campbell was a star at the time. Yeah, she's kind of a background character in the yeah. movie. Now, then, okay, I don't I'm, know. I gotta say, I gotta okay. mention my last movie that I have on my list. Oh, God. Right. This is kind of the failing oh, of geez. the movies. I don't know if anybody's. I know Matt's gonna remember this. I don't know if Hanzo will, though. Did you ever see the movie Cursed? Yeah. The oh, Christina yeah. Ricci? Yeah. It was Wes Craven, yeah. Kevin Williams spent. Yeah, William, they're gonna bring it William back. Sin. Yeah. This was the bringing back. Yeah, it was like them working back. It has the same together. kind of feel of. Scream 2, I feel like. Or Scream yeah. 3. Scream 3, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. Because Kevin Williamson wrote Scream and Wes Craven directed it. Yeah. And Joshua Jackson's in it. Yeah, they were gonna bring back the horror genre. There's like this, like yeah. we're gonna put these. There's two a collective kids. soul song in it that oh, plays yeah. in credits. Is that yeah. on the soundtrack for Scream Two? Wait, what? <laughs> Is it on the soundtrack for Scream Two? No, it's on the soundtrack for Curse. Oh, okay, I was just wondering. The movie no, I was just wondering. I was wondering if they liked it in Scream Two that they brought it in for Curse. So you, wait, you want to talk about the Scream 2 soundtrack? Yeah, we can. Is, okay. that, is that a question? We haven't talked about it is yet. Is that a question on? Is that one of your questions? <laughs> you got to talk about this again? Matt, what were you going to bring up? No, okay. Was Scream... I don't know the history of Scream. I just remember being... I remember Scream 2 being huge. Um, was Scream big in theaters or was it big on... I'm pretty tape? sure it was. Yeah, but it was like one of those sleeper hits. And then I think it was... It was big in the theaters and it was huge on video. I remember that. Really? And then um, Scream 2, I know... 
for a sequel made like it made like 30 million opening weekend which back in 97 was like the inflation was probably what like 60 70 million scream had a budget of 15 million and it made 173 in theaters, yeah, is that worldwide? It made 173 dollars in theaters. Oh my god, <laughs> it was a colossal failure. <laughs> <laughs> they never made another one. <laughs> okay, so out of this whole like late 90s thing, would you say there's a scream queen for this era? Uh, Nev Campbell, yeah. Uh, also, I think a lot of people argue it's Jennifer Love, Jennifer Hewitt. Love Hewitt. Really, I think yeah. she's probably more like the Jamie Lee Curtis out of Why? the bunch. She just has that quality. Like the good girl kind of like... Girl next door kind of thing. More so than Nev Campbell, I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I might give it to Jennifer Love Hewitt. You know what? I might even throw Sarah Michelle Gellar in there. No. Yeah, because you got Sarah Michelle Gellar in Scream 2. You got her... I know what you did last summer. You got her in Buffy. You got her... She's in the... She's the... She's uh, more of a heroine. She's the the best friend that dies in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, for the, yeah like but, a, she's, but she's more like of a fighter, though, because you know? she's known for Buffy at this point, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Buffy takes off the same year as Scream 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, she gets more known as, like, a, a fighter. Like, like she's not, like, a Scream queen, because she doesn't scream. She fights. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, yeah. man, that's good. Cool. Yeah, see what I mean? <laughs> nice twist at the end. <laughs> that's, I know it sounds Matt stupid. Matt's Michelle Geller corner. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sarah Michelle Geller corner. Um, Matt. I watched all of the seasons of Buffy, and you're good. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks, thanks Whedon. <laughs> Joss Whedon. Now, okay, now this era, this late 90s teen horror movie era, does this remind you of another era in horror movie history? Can you relate this, to, or somewhat close to another? Like, is there... It's the, no, because I think it's the biggest. I mean, like, yeah, you can... Re- no, yeah, no, it's the biggest it's ever been. I was going to say relate it to, like, monsters back in the... I was going to relate it to but no, late no 70s, monsters. early 80s. It had to be the Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. I was yeah. going to say Halloween and Friday Prom the 13th. Night. Yeah, kind of like I mean, oh, Nightmare oh, on Elm okay. Street. I see what you mean. Why would you make me do that? Like, <laughs> you if, you knew was, if you were going to say why did you just say <laughs> you it? You talking about monsters. <laughs> I don't know. You asked me a question. <laughs> you did it to yourself. <laughs> you asked me a question, and I answered it with the best information that I had at the time. <laughs> I didn't get what you're talking about. Like, I got what you're saying. I don't know, now. man. No. Maybe like monsters. <laughs> I think you meant like as far as like popularity goes. Like I feel like this is the biggest horror movies have ever been. Is this chunk of time period like since what? Ever. Like well, I think. Well, what's the monsters thing then? No, I was saying like if you're gonna compare it back to like okay like Universal, Universal monsters oh, okay. like that's what I was saying. Okay. I was saying monsters of the 30s yeah. and 40s. Okay. So is there like, more yeah, success no, th- in the. In the 70s, 80s than there were in the 90s, 2000s? Well, I remember for the longest time, Halloween was considered the biggest B-movie of all time. B-movie? Yeah. What the biggest, no, I'm sorry, the biggest independent movie of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what year is Halloween? Is it 78? 78. 78. Yeah. Okay, so basically you're looking at like that horror genre lasted. It had a, more, it had a, a longevity to it. 78 to it like lasted 84. From, yeah. Oh, I thought it lasted from 78 all the way to the early 90s when it died before Scream. Yeah, but... If we're going to talk about like, the yeah, there were still movies after 2000 that were still coming out. That's true. Yeah, okay. That were just people like, all right, it's done. Are you talking about what's the last one. strong point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just talking about like this. The what would be the last strong point for that decade? For or what? For, that for the chunk. 90s? No, for the 70, from 78 to what? I think Nightmare on Elm Street was the last of the strong ones. You think? Was it, Nightmare on Elm Street 84, 84, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think from all, Halloween all the way to Nightmare on Elm Street, that those are your, you know, Friday the 13th, those are your three big movies. And you got some like ripoffs like... Yeah, but you. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say you get your ripoffs like um, 
well, not ripoffs, but like the lo- lesser known ones, like um, "Happy Birthday to Me." Oh or, yeah, you know, oh yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, and I think after Nightmare on Elm Street, it kind of it fell off. Yeah, but like, I, mean, I feel like you can't look at it that way because yeah, Halloween was big, but if you look at Scream, Scream was big, but it wasn't as huge as Scream Two. And I feel like Scream, like we picked Scream Two. No, for this no, movie Scream tonight. One's a lot bigger. Really? Because yeah. I always thought we picked. I I thought we had, had a discussion about how we picked Scream Two because that was the that was the takeoff point for these movies. That's when it was like it got huge. No, I mean Scream is definitely the takeoff point for sure. Yeah, well, Scream. I mean, in fact, that's Scream the beginning. Made, I was saying like that. That's the beginning, yeah. but like the takeoff point, Scream Two. That's when it gets. Yeah, you know, I think Scream was sky the take- high, sky high, sky high. Kurt Russell, sky high, sky high. <laughs> I think I know what you did last summer was the one that kind of propelled it. Because Scream was the one that started, don't get me wrong. And it was like, holy shit. And then I know what you did last summer came out. And I like it. I don't think it's great. I, I, I still think it's it holds up. It's been a long time yeah. since I've but seen it. But that kind of propelled it even more. People were like, okay, these movies are doing really well. And it was like, bam, bam, bam. And all these like teen movies started coming out. these horror movies. And yeah, Fear guess... came out. <laughs> Fear, <we're> not... <laughs> Fear? No? No. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> Overall, what would you recommend compared to Scream 2? Like, if you had to pick that out of this genre, or just maybe overall, what would you pick? What are our boundaries? Like, what are we picking? Like, teenage movies? Let's stick, okay, well, I'll ask it in two parts. Let's stick in the 90s, the late oh, wow. 90s. Okay. And you give me a recommendation based off that, and then after that, you can go outside your realm and pick anything from any era. So let's go from the 90s. Obviously, I'm going to say Scream. Okay. Because Scream 2, I mean, Scream 2 is okay, yeah. but if you really want the the best out of yeah. those, yeah. those that four s- or five years, it's going to be Scream. Yeah. I'm going to say Scream as well. It's going to be Scream. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I knew it was coming. Man, I was, I was proud of myself on that one. No, I'm going to agree with you on that because like, it is like, I, I, want, I always like to pick something obscure to recommend, but like if you want the, the strongest point yeah. of this, Scream's it. Yeah. Like, nothing yeah, topped it. Yeah, so we're all saying Scream? Yeah, I think so. I, my recommend was going to be uh, Halloween H two O. Oh, I didn't oh, okay. put that on. You should say, oh yeah, that's a yeah. that's a perfect one to put I in there. I didn't even yeah. think about it until we're yeah, good picking. call. Yeah, that's definitely falls outside uh, of teenage. Hold movies, on, though? actually, hold on. I'm gonna break this up into three parts. Oh, because let's go oh. ahead and rank the Scream movies. Okay, we're all gonna say Scream one Easy. is the best one. Yeah, Scream. Actually, it's probably gonna go one, two, three, four, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. Uh, no, mine goes one, three, two, four. Oh man, I, gotta I, see I three like again. three. I gotta three. watch three. Again. I remember three being really cool. Three is dog shit. Really? Four, no, I, no, three's good. Three's I just dog don't remember shit. if I liked it better than. I remember two. no, three's four is dog shit. shit. Four is dog shit. Three's, no, four's got some good. Three's parts. dog shit. Four is bad. Four is even worse. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta watch three. Three's dog shit because it has fucking Jay and Silent Bob in it. Fuck a second. Fuck that movie. What? <laughs> Wait, what about two? That's the only reason I like that movie. Oh, it's just stupid. Oh, okay. Now, I remember it's a decent movie. Like, you have the whole, like, haunted house. And then there's the a end. whole... <laughs> Motherfucker, like, the guy getting stabbed by the 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 no-name actor in the mansion when he's, like, killing everybody off. Clearly, you remember a lot more than we do. Yeah, I remember about this. this movie. Yeah, because I hate the movie. So I remember all of it. I remember all of it. So I watch it every day. tragic look back. <laughs> to, to remind me how bad this movie is. No, and then there's the, uh, was it the turning the pages? Yeah. yeah That's stupid. Yeah, there I know how pages turn. Why a, are you acting this there, out? I know how pages there turn. There is a bomb in the microwave. He's like, what? I gotta find out what's next. And he, like, blows up. I don't know. Oh, that. yeah. I do remember Really? That. No. It's so bad. It Parker happens. Posey's hysterical in that. Remember Parker Posey, guys? Yeah. yeah she's good in that. Yeah. She's pretty funny. 
So it's one, two, three, four for me. Okay. I might agree with Matt on the one, three, two, four, but I gotta watch three again. Four is really bad. So I'm gonna hold off and in a future two podcast. Was for me. Like it was just four. Is it was bad. very fucking Four slow. is bad because there's that line, fuck Bruce Willis. I hate that line. It's such a scary scene. And well and not scary, but it's like it's dark and it's disturbing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, like this what is, is this? with Anthony Anderson. They're talking about Bruce Willis or something and then Anthony Anderson gets killed. He gets stabbed in the forehead. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he pulls his, the knife his, out, and it's, like, bleeding down his eyes. His last line uh, is, fuck Bruce Willis, and then dies. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's such a disturbing moment. Sense. And they throw that in there, and you're just like, no. Yeah. Like, he killed it. It's really bad. Yeah. It's a bad movie. It's got some good parts, but yeah, it's bad. So, I'll give my answer in a future podcast at random. I'll probably, it'll probably be mid-conversation. What? And I'll just be like, guys... <laughs> One, three, two, four. Oh, shit. He gave, oh. He gave us the order. He's ranking the police academies. <laughs> um, and then for the third uh, part of the question, uh, overall, it, boy, I mean, you guys still stay in that like that type of movie, but what would you recommend over Scream 2? Um, okay, so for not te- not teenagers, are we going just anything teenagers? you want to do? No, okay, just... for that night that late nineties horror movie resurgence, yeah. I want to recommend Stir of Echoes. Ooh, with Kevin Bacon. You because it's <laughs> a horror Kevin, movie. It's, Kevin, it's like 90, is Kevin Bacon playing a, a teenager. It's like ninety nine, I think. Right. But then, I mean, I'm trying to say something that relates to that Scream two ish, like that type of movie. So like, if you're gonna recommend, like, if we watched Piranha. And I say, what would you recommend over Piranha? You'd probably say Jaws. Yeah. So, okay, instead of Scream 2, what would be... I mean, obviously we've said Scream, but we're staying in that area. What would you say? Hmm. I know it's kind of a tough question. Well, let's try well, to think of... Well, think... said all of them. Well, let's try to think of meta movies that make fun of themselves. Self-aware. That are, yeah, that are self-aware of it. Maybe like a Billy Crystal movie or something. Billy Crystal's self-aware. Guys, <laughs> he, he's Billy, self-aware that he's Billy Crystal. Billy yeah, Crystal. he's self-aware. <laughs> Stir of Echoes is good. I think we've talked about Stir of Echoes on this podcast. Yeah, it's before. a really... It's I legit, recommend maybe. it. Maybe, I mean, oh, yeah. Like, I watched it not really too long cool. ago. It still holds up. Yeah, and I think it kind of got... Um, for, I mean, for obvious reasons, it got kind of crushed by Sixth Sense that year. Because Sixth Sense was like... An aw- Sixth Sense is an awesome movie. It's not even the I same think, year. Yeah, it's 99. Oh, is it really? I They're think Stir of Echoes is a better movie. Nah. Um, I like Six Sense a little bit better, but Stir Echoes kind of got brushed under. But Sir, genius. it's a I good think movie. It yeah. like I, I don't know. Like I think the ending to Six Sense is kind of like it's one of those like one and done. But I feel like there's oh, more. Really, there's more like creep factors in Stir Echoes. I don't want to say any spoilers for uh, Six Sense because we're out for fucking. 16 if years. Anybody yeah, but what if we got younger that. kids listening to this? Yeah. Fuck you. Watch that shit. <laughs> oh, man, what a dick. <laughs> Put your school books away. <laughs> oh, man, these guys Bust are dicks. Bust out a videotape copy of Sixth Sense. <laughs> Put it your, in your DVD player. And your mom and dad's VCR. <laughs> and that VHS repair kit just in case. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you guys... What, what, all right, so... You and shoot out my is. recommendation. What's well, yours? no, I just, I thought we were going to go, well, okay, how about this? It was a bad question. Part C was. I was proud of A and B. Okay. But for part C, second movie in a series, oh, would I you recommend? No, I'm just changing oh, it. Like oh, a okay. sequel? Let's pick, let's pick a sequel. It can't be like a third or fourth movie, but it got a direct wow, sequel. I'm losing my words. It's got to be a direct sequel. It could be any era, any decade, whatever, that you would recommend over that. I don't know. I would... I'm gonna go old school. I'm gonna say uh, monster movies. Yeah, Bride Frankenstein. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Okay, that's a good sequel. So any, any genre or, or just like horror stay genre? in the horror genre? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
Well, I was going to try to stay in the slasher genre myself, but Friday 13th Part 2 is not very good. Never Elm Street mm-hmm. 2 is not very good. How was Halloween 2 any good? I can't remember. It's okay. It's, it's very s- slow. It, like, the ending kind of solidifies, like, the movie ends and then got popular because of Halloween 3. Yeah. So and they then, brought it back. Yeah. But it should have ended at Halloween 2. Yeah. I heard John Carpenter had a rough time writing it. He said that oh, I'm sure the Is only that... way he was going to get through it was that he drank beer. Like he basically got drunk when he was writing that screenplay. Like that's, that's how he got through still? writing. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, he said he's like it was such a hard like screenplay to write. Oh, I bet. Also, the ending to the first movie is so legit. You should have just ended it there. Yeah, that's such an awesome ending. But then we would have never got H2O. H2O is also a solid ending. They should have just ended it there. But then if you would never got Resurrection. Oh, Resurrection's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> was it Happy Hollow or was it? What does Buster Rhymes say in that, that trick line? or treat? Our trick or treat motherfucker or yeah. something? That's just God. man, that is a good movie. Oh man, that didn't you have a... like just fifteen thousand dollars in late fees for that movie? <laughs> I think we talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. We should watch that movie. Oh, I can't watch God. it. I can't do it. Uh, horror sequels. I I can't think of any good I'm horror so, sequels. I'm so bad on the. Um, I mean, I like them. I like them for like guilty pleasure, like. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is fun, yeah, but it's not a very good sequel. If I'm trying to think of something I would recommend over that... Oh, Evil um, Dead 2. Oh, Evil that's Dead a 2. good one. There you go. American Warrior from Paris. <laughs> that's that's actually not a bad movie. movie. I, it's oh, not a bad movie. I, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it to the first one, but it's a good movie. The I ha- Howling 2? Have you seen The Howling 2? No, I haven't. Okay. Is it good? No, I don't know. I'm no, just okay. asking. Idle Hands 2? No, that's not a movie. Okay. Final Destination 2? Yeah, Final Destination is pretty good. I and like then from one. there, it kind of drops off until the last movie. I like them all except for the race car one. That okay? Yeah, I hate the race. I car. think I'm so on the same bad. level. Yeah, yeah, because three the roller, roller coaster is good. Yeah. Roller coaster is good. Four is horrible, and then five brought it back again. Yeah, the twist ending. I tell you what, I have all five of those movies on my shelf. Maybe one day we'll have to do a uh, Final Destination centric. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a podcast per movie. We'll do a. Ah. We'll do five podcasts, five hours of Final Destination. Five hour podcast. Five hour podcast. Let <laughs> me dissect the movies. Broken up into seventeen parts, released over the next five months. <laughs> over the five <laughs> over the five years. What about uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. I never saw it, but I've heard people say it's pretty together. Decent. I've seen parts. I watched the whole thing together with you. It's a weird movie. Is it what the, uh, the one with Dennis Hopper? Yeah, I actually have the same. Yeah, <laughs> the same list. You already Two pulled chainsaws. up. <laughs> Go to a different list. No, I'm, I'm here already. Um. Creepshow 2? Oh, shit. Hellraiser 2. I'm two. kidding. Hellraiser 2 is disturbing. I yeah, tried to watch it. disturbing. Yeah, I tried to watch it again. It's uh, that's a rough one. I've heard the... Sci- I've never seen them. I heard the Psycho sequels are supposed to be really good. I yeah, I actually heard they're... I've been here... I've heard Not things. 2. It's the the last one, I think, where he's older. Yeah. yeah, that's legit, dude. That's a fucking awesome sequel. 28 weeks later. Oh, yeah, that's a great sequel. Oh, that's shit. a fucking killer sequel. That was like a sequel that was like, all right... What am I getting? You know, like I went to see it in theaters. It's like right, I'm not expecting much. Yeah, no, then, I, we saw the driving. I think. Okay. Yeah, really fun movie. That's yeah, a, it's like it was a quick intense movie. as shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it. I got it. By the way, The Godfather Two. <laughs> what? You <laughs> said no. You said horror genre. I'm just being meta because I'm doing oh Scream God, Two. Why are, okay, I feel stupid when we say these things because I think about it afterwards. Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, why are we not saying like obvious yeah. ones like that? Hannibal. Nope. Wow. Yeah, that movie's pretty twisted. Yeah, Hannibal's... It's shit. Really? Like, that mm-hmm. part where he throws the guy over the uh, balcony and oh, his guts, yeah. like, pour out? That's pretty intense. Hannibal's a pretty good the one. The Devil's like Rejects? I hated that oh, movie. Oh, I hate really? Devil's Rejects. I hate that movie. 
Uh, I think I liked it because House of a Thousand Corpses is a piece of shit. I love House what? of a Thousand Corpses. Really? Yeah. I think House of a Thousand... I like House it's of a Thousand Corpses. It's like an hour and a half music video that doesn't let up. I love <laughs> that movie. It's a really creepy movie, too. It's like... Yeah, that's a Devil's really Rejects was like almost like too disturbing. Like, yeah. it's like it goes House, too far. A Thousand Corpses was like, um, it felt like a horror movie, but Devil's yeah. Rejects felt like too real. I was like, this doesn't seem like a horror movie. It felt like, like it's like, hey, let's shock you. Yeah. That's how I felt. With yeah, it. I was like, I'm not. I don't need. I'm this. with you on that. Um, what what did you guys um just to go back to the the '90s things in general? What do you what do you, do you guys like the dialogue in these movies? Do you think it's I mean, it was, obviously, we're watching entertainment, so it doesn't have to be uber realistic. These are for in history fun. movies. Just yeah, like this oh. whole like when all these kids were smart and their vocabulary was. Oh, uh, I think it's entertaining. I think it's better than listening to plot all the time. You know, exposition of them talking about. Kind of that's how like you said it. Like how Scream it. Two was. Yeah, yeah. it's better than yeah. listening to that yeah. all the time. I rather listen to them joke because and, like, have yeah. Scream was just like just kids going to high school and just yeah. talking. They weren't investigating a murder. Yeah, they were just bullshitting. Yeah, and yeah. then just kind of like this murder occurs and they're kind of just like yeah. bullshitting around or whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I think if, it gets kind of out of hand. Like, I, I tried to watch some old Dawson Creek episodes for, your, re- for, for research. research for the podcast. <laughs> and just listening to some of the things, they how the way they talk, I'm like, man, nobody talks like that. Yeah. But at the same time, I got to tell myself, all right, well, it's, it's pure entertainment. You're not watching a documentary. Yeah. But... It's pretty annoying in uh, the classroom scene, Scream Two. I didn't mind it. I, I feel like being in a film class in general, yeah. you're gonna be pretentious and flaunt you're gonna think your, you know everything. Your shit, basically. Yeah. Oh, fun fact about Scream Two: When uh, Ti- I, I was reading this earlier, when uh, Timothy Olyphant, yeah, uh, says the aliens line, yeah, and then Randy corrects him. Randy's wrong. It's actually right with Timothy. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Because I think Timothy says. Stay away from her. Yeah, and then Randy says, "No, get it's get away from yeah. her. It's actually a stay away." Wow, from they her. like did they purposely do it that way? I don't know. I, probably could just been like two geniuses, you know, in the movie pop culture. Yeah, clashing basically. Well, see, there's another bad guy wins. Yeah, yeah, that's <sighs> Randy's such a loser in that movie. Who is Randy? He is man, and then he dies. So he loses. Man, what a depressing movie. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets the girl either. Yeah. yeah, Randy pops up in three. Remember that? That's. Guys, just in case I ever die, I made this videotape of myself. Just in case. Here's the rules for if you're in the third movie. And I gave my sister the videotape because she knows like the whole plan. Because I kind of told her. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I was pumped for it. I got excited. It's not bad. It's a good way to bring somebody back. Yeah, like It makes sense. Like yeah, he, he But you just had that. Jamie Kennedy dressed as the girl. And you're kind of getting like, the reprise, you <laughs> And know? then he realizes just a Jamie Kennedy experiment. Wait, like. he never died. You've been next. You've been next. He totally could have done, this is Randy's twin brother. Yeah. Like, he loves comedies. So if, could you guys just call me Randy and I'll just be like, okay, yeah, like we never lost him. <laughs> All right, last question to end the whole conversation. Do you think this particular genre we pointed out has made a big impact on movies that have come out in the past, you know, 15, 16, 17 years? Yeah. And if they have, in what way have they? Coming up with more original ideas for horror icons, I guess, maybe. Okay, I can give you that. So, yeah. a good example, like, recently, is It Follows. Yeah. Like, that kind of had a pretty creep mm-hmm. factor to it. That's no, just I'm original, good. you know. Yeah. Not doing the same thing where it's, like, slasher, yeah. you know, kind of giving the characters more depth, I guess. Not, I don't know. No, I'll give you that. But I think there's so few and far between. Like, I mean, you don't see teen horror movies like we used to. I think no. the last thing was in the 90s. Yeah. I think promoting it, too. I think the money 
is back. And, like, I mean, we're seeing, like, you said It Follows. That's an independent horror film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, the only people who are going to see that are, basically, if you're looking for it, you'll find it. But it's not, you know. Bunch of Randys. Bunch of Randys. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of Randys and Chris's. Yeah, yeah. bunch of Randys and Chris's. Yeah. Um, I think with genres like this, they help because they refresh it. They're always game changers, you know. It's like it makes everything else behind it look goofy, yeah. and pushes more towards the future of the horror genre. Yeah. Um, I'm I'd be interested to see where like the next big thing is because you know like you said these teen slashers were here first, right? And then the, there was that ghost genre that was like yeah. right at the bookend mm-hmm. of it. And then nothing. There's been kind of... And then uh, well, like mean, found footage films. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, mean, but I would if... like to see where it goes next. Like, I, I'd almost like to see, like, a resurgence. Like, I've, I've said this many times where I would like to see, like, a new scary vampire movie or a new scary werewolf movie. And not, like... not. I mean, like, scary to us. Like, I would like yeah. to be terrified by something like that. That'd yeah. be an well, awesome feeling walking out and be like, yeah. yeah, that got me. And it's an old-school monster movie. No, I'll give you that. I Well, even looking at it from... Um... I'm trying to think what I'm going to say. As far as, like, a, a teen quality, like, I mean, if you look through all the 80s and the 90s, it was, like, teen horror movies, teen comedies, American Pie was huge, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then, if you look, I mean, it's 2015 right now, there's been no surge in, like, teen movies at all, really. No. Know? If you kind of look at it that way. I guess, I don't know. There's, like, It Follows is kind of like a teen movie. Yeah, I thought they're in college. Are they in no, college? I think either? there are a bunch of teens. Are they? Yeah, I, I think it's in, college. I thought they were in college. In we were white. We watched. And we, we and we were because we were in that right debate. Now, yeah. We were trying to figure out if it was high school or college. Yeah. And we were well, there's definitely some kids that are younger than college age. Yeah, no, they're oh, all yeah, yeah. and stuff. But I don't um, know. There just maybe, hasn't been that like, like even like with the teen comedies. Like I remember in teen comedies, she's coming all the time. Even if it was like the raunchy ones or whatever, like Zapped. Do you guys remember that movie? Oh, I oh, remember yeah, Zapped. Yeah. I was actually going to recommend that as a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's no base for, uh, like, a teen conglomeration yeah. anymore. Like, MTV doesn't really exist, and I feel like that was the, the base for a lot of these movies to take off on. Because they could promote their shit. Basically. Same with WB, like, yeah. when WB was big. Man, you love WB. Yeah, God, WB. You know, I got to talk about it. <laughs> uh, what? Man, the frog. Remember the frog? Yeah, yeah. no, I remember the frog, Yeah. Man. Yeah, Welcome like, back to the WB. He's like the lazier cousin of the real frog. The WB. <laughs> um, his wings? Uh, the, bee. Uh, <laughs> the bee flies away. The WB. Uh, no, like these are great bases for these to take off, like the show yeah. trailers, the show clips. Dude, the cast uh, of American the, Pie goes on fucking TRL and yeah. promotes their movie yeah, yeah but there's nothing yeah. for this to take off yeah. anymore and it's i think it's a i think it's because of the social networking now yeah i think everything's that. having trouble with it not just horror movies but like every like i'm, I'm talking about like products um like other like other movie genres yeah. chips chips Doritos, i say chips. yeah Doritos. rebecca gayhart oh it's the maxima girl yeah you know? yeah no exactly. there's not like yeah. there's nowhere to promote stuff anymore yeah. everything's promotion or promoting things all the time that yeah. there's nowhere to really stand out yeah and like i i think everybody's having trouble with yeah. it so. no i agree 100 and i feel like we kind of had two different conversations going on there at the same time where we're talking about the teen ones and then we're talking about also like horror movie waves where we're yeah. talking about yeah um because you like the, the the ghost thing was big and you know found footage blah blah, blah. and i would love to see something too come out whether it is teen movies or, you know, if it's a vampire trend that goes on for three or four years, I'm always, I know yeah. all three of us are always more than welcoming to have new types of horror movies come in. Well, like, and I'm sure we're going to bring this up every time we talk yeah. about horror movies. We're going to talk about where it's going, where it's been, et cetera, et cetera. 
And we'll just bring it up every time we talk about it. Well, I think horror movies always go off of something that is uh, around that time of history, you know? Like, you look at the movies around, like, World War II, and you look yeah. at the movies around the war- Vietnam War, yeah. and then you look at 9-11, like, happening. That's a big, like... That wasn't just an American event. That was a huge, like, world event. Yeah. And it was the first time anybody saw, like, mass destruction. So, like, to have horror movies around that time doesn't really work because you just saw the most horrific thing ever. Yeah like mm-hmm. like broadcasted so it's like you saw a lot of superhero movies and a lot of disaster movies where buildings were falling down like they're kind of copycatting that yeah you know what i mean so it's like you kind of see there's movies do have a trend in accordance with what's going on in the news and events at the time so yeah, I, I don't know where the next horror movie genre would go yeah. obviously we got the found footage ones because of the use of cell phones yeah, yeah. you know and everybody videotaping every, or every videotaping oh my god I just showed my age um what's my age again (laughs) (laughs) now everybody filming things all the time (laughs) but with everybody filming things all the time it like uh that brought that on you know so it's like i want to see i don't i couldn't predict what the next genre would be no and we we can't so we'll just have to wait and see what happens all right well that wraps up this week's podcast join us next time we're gonna do one we're very excited about we haven't come up with a title yet for it but it's either gonna be kids take charge or kids kick ass or Kick Ass Two, we're gonna watch Kick Ass Two. What? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's either gonna be Kids Take Charge or Kids Kick Ass, and we're gonna do the movie Three Ninjas, which we haven't seen in years. I haven't seen since it was a childhood should do, staple. Should we do Three Ninjas or Three Ninjas Two? Three, or three Ninjas, ninjas Kick back? back or Three Ninjas High Noon to Mega Mountain? Is that a real one? I Is think that's the one with Hulk Hogan. Oh, that actually happened. And Hulk Hogan's in the news re- uh, lately, so. I'm going to say it's stick with three ninjas. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. Please like us on Facebook if you can, and also leave some reviews on iTunes. We'd very much appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. Thanks for listening to Cinema Call. We'll see you next time. She gets stabbed in the back and thrown out the window. Man, how do you... Did anybody watch this movie? And how many times... Hold on. Wow. Let's start over. Yeah, you guys... <laughs> I like... I was watching like a, a VCR, like, eat a tape. That's the best thing I've ever That's said. good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just watch it like I know it's going to happen. You're like, ah, uh, please. <laughs> just skip through it make sure. Oh, bummer, man. That's a bummer. <laughs> Not again. I got my VCR tape cleaner. You know, that thing is like a tape you put in it, like, quote, unquote, cleaned your VCR. There was VCR. another tape that just got eaten by the VCR. <laughs> oh, my gosh, shit. Not again. <laughs> Leave it that whole thing in. <laughs> um... <laughs> I just watched the VCR That's the best thing I've ever <laughs> It's so hot though. It is really hot. I thought it was just me. I thought it was just me. I thought it was just me. Why did the iron thing so hot? The iron thing thinks we record these from hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the podcast from hell. <laughs> like, 
you guys take it to the local gym sauna and then record the yeah, podcast? Yeah. It feels like we're in a sauna right now. It does, man. The beer's not helping. It's not. It's not at all. I forgot what we were talking. Oh. You mean that's amazing. I need like a towel or something. I'm fucking hot. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Me too. Let's just get to this first part of the podcast. Let's get to just the next five minutes. We're only five minutes in right now. <laughs> Credits are still going in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they are. We're 50 minutes. We're 50 minutes. We're about 45 minutes in this podcast. Hey, what? Have fun editing this Jesus one. Christ. That's great. Two You're going to have to do part one and two. You're going to have Oh, to. my God. Please do it. It'd be great. Scream two, part one. And then the next week, have Scream one, part two come out. And they'll be like, wait, it's just, cont- it's just continuing the laughter before we just lose our shit. <laughs> That's what you do. And then we'll cut in the middle of a laugh. Previously on Cinema Cult. <laughs> <laughs> end it. No, end, it, end the first one. Make turn tape over. And then it's like, it's like, oh my God.